Well, we have a weekly podcast and we need cash now. Go to patreon.com slash Bamfcast. Patreon.com slash Bamfcast. This week on the Bamfcast. No smoking, no profanity, no graffiti, no fighting, no weapons, and no sex. You like sex? Ah, never mind. On the Bamfcast. Keep it in your pants. One star, we're in. All right, welcome to the Bamfcast. Hey, Bamfcast. Episode 476. Nice. Nice. America. (laughs) Yeah, blaze it. So I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every episode of this year of Bamfcast is we're going to watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie, then come in here and talk about it for the first time. And we rate them. Good, bad movies, enjoyable, bad movies. They get one to five jocks. And robot jocks. Robot jocks. Robot jocks. Hell yeah. The jocks of robots. Yes. We love it. However, there are bad, bad movies. And stay away. They get a negative sliding scale. One to five bags and giant bags of trash. Boom. Gross. Gross. <sighs> Gross. So. <laughs> so we're, we're enjoying our freedom month with no themes, no rhyme or reason just catching up on some movies it yeah is yeah, having sure. no theme a theme or we is. kind of yeah. if you want to look at it that way sure yeah. be like we're just watching in the backlog we're just watching some movies until we get to our next theme month yeah okay so uh we watched 1993's showdown showdown yeah from the director of best of the best one and two yes one yes. and two one and two yeah uh, would you do you want to do a plot summary? Do you want yes. to talk about the cast? No, I don't, I don't want to do a plot summary. I don't know. I don't remember. Do we do plot, plot summary first? I want, and then give the us cast? a plot summary. Yeah. I want okay. you to then do we'll, a plot summary. Plot summary. Right. First. Fine, fine. We'll figure it out one day. An ex-policeman slash school janitor shows a new student how to defend himself from a martial arts bully. <laughs> that is correct. Bully. 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 Bully blanks. Bully More blanks. like bully blanks, am I right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. So right. Speaking yeah. of bully blanks. Yeah. Yeah, he's um, in it. He is in it. <laughs> Billy blanks. He is the uh, he is the ex-policeman slash janitor. He he's the policeman police. Yes, policeman police. <laughs> we'll mention he vanishes from the movie for about 25 minutes. Mm-hmm. Several times. Several times. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, like Harlow said, Robert Rodler. Best of the best, best of the best, too, was the director. Mm-hmm. Billy Blanks. I I didn't realize how many Billy Blanks movies we've seen. Okay, Got Blood yeah. Fist, Lionheart, we do King, like- King of the Kickboxers, Back in Action, Tough and Deadly, and Driving Force. Yeah. Did we do a Billy Blanks theme month or a no Blanks to Blanks to Blanks? He just blank. You he just pops up. He just shows up. Uh, he because he did two Roddy Piper movies when we were doing wrestling movies. He That's did, it. The road. The the the. <laughs> Russell Madness to WrestleMania or whatever the fuck it's, we did. It's, it's, it's Ty Bovember. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Uh, you got Brian James. Yeah. From Cherry 2000 and Red Scorpion. Yeah. And it feels like it should be more, but it's not somehow. Mm. He's always the the worst dude yeah. in good movies. Like, he's in a bunch of good movies. Yeah. But he's like the gross guy in the good movies. That's why we feel yeah. like we've seen he him. He was in this little movie called Blade Runner. He was. I've heard of that. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, James Liu, who I know is just a cameo, practically. Eh, it's one scene, but yeah. It's a good fight scene. He has been in Steel Justice, Action Jackson, Savage Beach, Best of the Best, Martial Law, The Perfect Weapon, Guns, Do or Die, Showdown in Little Tokyo, Mission of Justice, Tough and Deadly, LA Street Fighters, and Excessive Force 2. <laughs> and Chuck has noted in the notes, he says, these are all non-notable roles. 
the the ones after this uh, you could read them or not yeah ken scott who's actually our lead uh mm-hmm. was in teenage mutant ninja turtles yeah he was like thug too yeah but he was in teenage mutant ninja turtles too what about as Raphael? what about oh. patrick kilpatrick i'm getting there okay because he's the best character in the movie mm-hmm. yeah Patrick Kilpatrick wrote Best of the Best 2, Death Warrant, and Class of 1999. Mm-hmm. Feels like it should be so many more. He feels like, yeah, he feels like a guy, like, I'm trying to think of who else he appears to me to be. Like, I think Brian Johnson pops yeah, into my say, head for him. Alien Bounty Hunter guy, yeah. yeah, a little bit. Yeah, or is it Brian Thompson? I can't remember. Brian Thompson. Thompson. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But like, like, but channeling like how he is in Cobra almost mm-hmm. is how... Patrick Kilpatrick is in this one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, also John Asher of Double Dragon, Linda Donna of Ricochet. Man, that's a great, stupid movie. You hate that movie. Oh, but it's great. I gave it five jocks. <laughs> uh, and Kim McLeod of College Kickboxers, Maximum Force, and Double Dragon. Yeah. There's a College Kickboxers poster in this film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I knew he looked familiar, and then it clicked that he was the College Kickboxers guy. And, and welcoming to the Banff cast, Christine Taylor. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Our RSVJ yep. described her. Hey, dudes, Christine Taylor. <laughs> that was the first place I saw Christine Taylor was in. Hey, dude. Okay. Whatever. Yeah, no, no, that's fine. <laughs> Just it's an odd way to introduce her is all. Your, your Yo. notable thing that you mentioned was. Um, Zoolander, Brady Bunch movies. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you said um, Ben Stiller's wife. Dodge and I was ball. like, yeah. okay. Arrested yeah. development. Mm-hmm. Yeah, She's pretty much every Ben Stiller stuff. thing since they got married. Yes. Sure. Mm-hmm. I had a crush on her from Hey Dude. Whatever. Okay, then. Hey, whatever. Hey, man. Hey, 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 dude. Hey, dude, it's okay. attractive lady. Hey. Dude. <laughs> I have no idea what Hey Dude is. It was a Western It was a dude show. ranch. Dude ranch, yeah. It was yeah, a dude ranch show on Nickelodeon. And they were just like, hey, dude, dude ranch. Hey, dude. Was it a situational comedy? Basically. Oh, yeah. so hey, like calling out to someone, not like bales of hay. Correct. Dude. Mm. Correct. Okay. So she was in it. <laughs> she yep. was. All right. Good. You guys want to talk about Showdown? Nah. Yeah, I feel like we have to. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. Um, hey, have you guys seen The Karate Kid? Yes. I yeah. have. Yeah. Once or twice. Yeah, that's got Jackie Chan in it. No. Uh, oh. I oh, were... you mean the real Karate Kid? Yeah. The one with Hillary Swank. No, that's the yeah. next Karate Kid. Oh, yeah. you should have watched uh, three more before that one. Oh, oh, the one with Ralph Macchio. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Cobra, Cobra Kai. Yes, I've seen that. Yeah. This is that. <laughs> All right, let's rate it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it starts. It does. We have to give some backstory. It's like if Mr. Miyagi had a backstory mm-hmm. in which he murdered someone. <laughs> I I think that wasn't the backstory actually. Was it? Yeah. Mr. Miyagi's backstory. It's been a while for me. I think that doesn't come up until the second one. No, oh. I think. No, no, he cries a lot about the war and stuff in the first one. Oh well, okay. oh, but that's war. You're allowed that's, to kill somebody. Yeah, that's oh, war. Oh, okay, all right. This isn't just yeah. like also. My I mean, karate murdered you in this instance. Uh, so Billy Blanks is a policeman, police, mm-hmm. and uh, they we, go. We keep saying that because that's what his badge says. Yes. right. We didn't notice that until three quarters of the way through the movie. But um, the name of the city is Paradise. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Paradise oh, city? really? Yeah. Because like the high school is called Paradise, it says Paradise Police on the car. Mm. That is an in, inaptly named uh, city because this yeah. place is a shithole. It is. It's yeah. it sucks. So Billy Blanks and his partner go to break up a house party, I guess. Well, yeah. okay. So they're sitting in a car eating donuts because sure. they're fucking cops, 
and the the old wise cop tells Billy Blanks to open the the glove compartment and take out the gun, and he's like, "Put this on," you know, and he's like, "I don't like guns." It's like the fuck did you sign up for? You're a you're a police. Yeah, he's a karate cop. <laughs> well. <laughs> Well, that doesn't help because so, yeah, they're he's like, fine, I'll, I'll wear the gun. And then they get a radio call saying, you know, house party, go stop. Like, it. Oh, we'll go ahead and break it. Up. Yeah. So they drive over there. And meanwhile, at the party itself, <laughs> Patrick Kilpatrick and his shithead brother are basically just walking around molesting people. This is like a after junior prom party. Yeah. Like kids are just walking around with Pringles. And, you know, I, I feel like this might make sense later, given the context of the rest of the movie. Yeah. That perhaps they were there recruiting. Oh, well, maybe. I, I mean, know. I don't know when their their bullshit started, is all right. I'm saying. Okay. Mm-hmm. But yes, it does seem like a junior high prom yeah. after party thing. But yeah, they're, but they're just a really their, lame one. Yeah, but they're just shoving kids around just like, ah, fuck you. Yeah, you and know. then like they Are walk they up to a girl just start adults? kissing her. It's hard yeah. to tell. Mm-hmm. It's oh. weird. Are they kids or, a, or they adults? They look more or... kids than the rest of the kids yeah. in the movie they look like they may have been out of school for a Fair. year or two okay because they've spray Youth. painted hair on Youths. the top of patrick kilpatrick <laughs> Utes. yeah so uh they're just shoving kids around and billy blanks goes inside and it's like what's all this then and uh the the brother not patrick kilpatrick is like hey pig stop that and like they get into like some tie-up where billy blanks knocks him to the ground and he just hits the like the the step on the sunken living room. Well, he had he had stolen Billy uh, Blanks', Billy Blanks is, stuck gun. Stuck behind him and stole his gun. And so Billy Blanks karate's him, tiebos him to the floor, yeah. face first into a marble step. Yes, yeah. And he dies instantly. I think mm-hmm. that was Daibo. Ah, uh, yes, that's correct. <laughs> yeah. It was. Yeah. yeah. And then Patrick Kilpatrick is like, Ah, you killed my brother. Prepare to die. Mm-hmm. And, but and immediately said, gets arrested yeah, by the other right. cop. The other cop just comes in and goes, no, none of that today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Outside with you. Yeah, there's some random stunting here happening, too, because, like, when the cops show up, like, some of the people are like, cheese it, it's the fuzz. <laughs> yeah. And, like, one guy backs over someone else's motorcycle. Yeah. And the, the cops are just like, looks like we're going to be giving a lot of rides tonight, all right? And then, yeah, they hear screaming from inside. That's mm-hmm. what precipitates him actually running in. Yeah. But, yeah. yes, he's murdered a guy and is basically back at the precinct and, you know, his power, his partner is showering and it's... He's gross. I'm just saying, he's a gross dude. Yeah, he's, he's an old hairy man. Yeah, and, and he comes over dripping wet to Billy Blanks, and Billy Blanks is dripping wet from the eyes because he's sad. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> he hangs up his uniform. He's yeah, just, yeah. He's just like, can't do this. Yeah, he turns I, in his badge and gun. Yeah, but turns it into his partner, which that's not how it works. No, yeah. you can't just go, hey, partner, I'm out. <laughs> I mean, you, you don't I mean, have to go to your boss just, and quit. You yeah, can just he's walk just away. ghosting. Yeah, I think I think you do have to go to your boss. And quit. Is Billy Blanks a millennial? The Bamcast <laughs> finds out in this episode. <laughs> I didn't see him use a napkin, so I'm going to go with yes. Mm. Yeah, Billy Blanks is killing the molesting people at parties industry. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. Go, Billy Blanks. Yeah. Go. Yeah, but that's he's Billy. Yeah, he's hung up the uniform. I, yeah, and he's, he's done. He walks out of the locker room and credits. Yep. Yeah. Slow as boring credits. Yeah, mm. these credits suck. And Billy, he walks no, out of the movie for about 20 minutes. Yeah, the thing notable is that Chuck pointed out it's a Shaw Brothers <laughs> picture. There's two. There's two. Uh, Producers on this are both Shaw, like yeah. not S H A H. Yeah, yeah. It's a Shaw Brothers movie. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, but the credits end, and then it says seven years later, mm-hmm. and that's when. Uh, yep, that's when we meet it's, Ken. It's shitty school, and new kid just like Ralph Macchio is pulling, being pulled up to the school by his mom. Yep. Don't forget your sandwiches and yeah. his thermos. <laughs> yeah. He loses that thermos immediately. We never see that thermos. Uh, no, he walks around with it for a little while. He's very embarrassed about the thermos, which I mean, this is. 
you know, if you were to tell a middle-aged person, like, all right, we want Tufts at a high school in 1993 or two, and this is what you come up with, just everyone is wearing disparate sport team shirts. Yeah, that's weird. The sports loyalty at the school is it's, off the chart. I mean, I, I guess this is California. I don't know. I yeah. mean, it's, it's, it's made to look like it's some sort of California mm-hmm. because they've moved from Kansas to yes. this roughneck city of paradise. Paradise. <laughs> but there are jerseys from all over the fucking place. Like, yeah. You know. Braves hats. Yeah, Braves hats. I mean, uh, Georgetown Hoyas shirts. Yeah. I mean, it's, it doesn't make Cowboys any sense. Cowboys starter jacket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's LA just, Kings, the Oakland Raiders. Yep. It's all over the place. But they're, he's just walking through it. He's like, he's got this term- thermos and he's carrying around. Everyone's looking at him like, oh, yeah. Maybe Mr. Tough Guy, you like your, you like to keep your hot things hot and your cold things cold. <laughs> yeah, huh? they're all just pointing at him <laughs> like, ah, lame. look at you with your face. And, yeah. you know, it's like, all around right. Around here, we drink and eat shit at room temperature. <laughs> Fucking lame ass. Whatever temperature your drink is when it's lunchtime is how you drink yeah. it. Yeah. And this is outside. Welcome to Salmonella High School. This, yeah. this is outside. Like, the outside sucks. And, you know, he gets... Oh, just There's like a kid on a dirt bike stunting mm-hmm. through oh, yeah. the yeah. quad. There's a there's a skateboarding gang, and there's a, there's the, the gang of... of I, it's just there are little factions all over the place. Yeah. And he doesn't even go inside before he gets introduced to all of them. Because, like, there's somebody spray painting the, the school sign. And, yeah. like, there are weapons clearly visible. And oh, one guy cigarettes. clearly is just stroking a gun. Yeah, yeah, he's just cleaning a gun. Yeah, and right that's when Brian James walks out. And he's just like, hey, new key, you're the new kid, right? Ah, I know you. You're new. Hey, listen, rules. Yeah, here's mm-hmm. the rules. Yeah. That we went over in the beginning of the episode. Right. right. It's like, don't do any of those. All right, I'm out. See ya. And yeah. it's like, whoa. And it's like he's getting paid by the word because yeah. he just he rattles off this whole thing. Yep. And I just we, yeah. And in the same take, just walks over to the next guy's like, hey, what are you smoking? Is this your living room? Get that. Put that out. What yeah. is that? What is this? A gun? He, he, uh, put that away. He walks up to one of the skater kids. And he's like, your parents have any any kids that lived? All right, bye. Yeah. <laughs> it's just he's just just doing bits like. Are, he, just go ahead and say this now. Brian James has nothing to do with this film whatsoever. Oh, no. Like, never comes into play in any way, shape, or form. He just pops out of doorways, and he's just like, hey, kid, what are you doing? Get out of here. He Rah. does halt one fight. Basically. I, yeah. Like, he's just in the background, and they're like, yeah. hey, sure. it's him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, yeah, the Brian James really contributes nothing. No. I mean, I enjoy seeing him, and he's yeah. fine, but it's just, he he's not in any way involved in the plot whatsoever. Like, he doesn't even show up at the end. Which is disappointing. Yeah. So, he would just wander in. So this is as shitty as it is outside. Then we go inside, and maybe I'm the only one on this entire cast that is bothered by this. No, I bother me too. Everywhere in this school is fucking carpeted. Yeah. Like yeah. the hallways. Yeah. And everything. And there's mm. one point where, like, I think it's in the library. The ceiling is carpeted. Yeah. Was that carpeting or just like that weird it, sprayed on insulation? It also, could have just been paint. like that white mold that you get where it's just, you know, like, I don't know. It was know. thick and I, plush I, yeah. and it, it looked was weird. weird. Yeah. But yeah, the, the 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 carpet in the hallway was just like, no, yeah. no. <laughs> and you really notice it, it because was like regular carpet too, not like industrial. No, this carpet. was like just carpet that you would have in your house. Like I'm, it, I'm, I mean, I'm pretty sure the secret is this is not a school. At probably all, not. You yeah. know, but. Anyway, but still, the reason that, you know, there's carpet is because when he's walking around, some kid throws firecrackers at him and he immediately dives at the floor and is like, oh, my God, they're shooting, which to everyone points and laughs at him because, yeah, not, that would never happen. But yeah, but yeah, he just rumples A up movie the carpet. Of its time. Yeah, he just rumples up the carpet when he falls down. You're like, what? Ew, gross. <laughs> you need yep. to shower right now, dude. But uh, I th- did he even did he spot her outside? I feel like it was like two seconds in. He spots Christine Taylor and she's like, probably. Yeah. But like eventually he gets to class, I think. Does he get to class first or uh, I think he went to his locker first. 
Yeah, that's what it was. He was trying to open his locker, and, the, and that's when we meet. That's our, when Nerdy Kid Yeah, we, we meet Ducky at the movie. Yeah. shows up, and it's just like, Tall Ducky. oh, yeah, you just got to do this thing, and click, 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 and then, like, bangs the locker like Fonzie, and it doesn't work. And he's just like, ah. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. But his locker is just rancid. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what the hell's in it, but it's it's just disgusting. The decaying sock. Yeah. 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 And he's just like. Other juicy stuff. Nope. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Lots and lots. Yes, that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Fill sure. up this locker. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I cannot see that. Um, <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Uh, but yeah, eventually he gets to class and it's like he's sitting behind Christine Taylor. Mm-hmm. And then it's, it's just, it, it just becomes a series of like he's trying to talk to her and she's got, she's of course got the you know the Johnny of the of the group, this badass like Tom Karate Man. Yes, Tom, <laughs> badass Karate Man Tom. Yeah, who's, Tom. who's that'll come up. Yeah, mm-hmm. he uh, he quote unquote owns her. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, we, we that's like one of our first introductions of them being a couple. Is yeah. like she's like, why didn't you come get me for the movie last night? We were going to go to the movies, and he's like, whatever. I, I was forgot. trained. I was yeah. at the gym. She's like, I don't like that. And he's like, whatever. I own you. And it's yeah. like. And okay. she's like, "Excuse me," and he's like, ah, "Whatever." You know Come what on. I mean? Yeah. Come on, let's go. But yeah, yeah. But Ducky, Ducky becomes his like cipher for this entire movie. Now he's just gonna like, all right, you can't talk to her because Tom's her boyfriend, and he's like the the hot shit guy on campus. Because I don't know, it's nineteen ninety three, and people give a fuck about karate in this school. Um, anyway, it's because Tom can beat anyone up. Yeah, he's amazing. Sure, and <laughs> but eventually, like, goes around and is like, "All right, let me do that whole like, you know." clueless thing where it's like oh all right over there this 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 here's this click and here's our you know our resident nazi skinheads and you know these people over here and blah blah blah. and it's just like all right now you know yeah and and ken is like you know back in my school we were all just friends We we didn't have these groups and he's just like, yeah, well, welcome to fucking paradise, kid, you dumb shit. By the yeah. way, don't talk to her. Yeah, mm-hmm. you also went to a school with 50 people. Yeah. yeah. Well, in his class. I mean, I think. In Salina, yeah. Kansas or whatever. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure there were other classes at the school, but. Nope. Yes. Oh, it was all just, 50 just people one, in just one, one great, classroom. Yeah, just one class. Like, they just that got a memo. They were like, it's fucking year. <laughs> Get your kids ready. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> we can only afford one teacher. <laughs> we just, every 12 years. Yep. Have a new kids. <laughs> it's time. Um, so yeah, basically they're in the library and he's like, oh, Christine Taylor, I'm going to go talk to her. And, mm-hmm. and Ducky's like, uh, no, no, you will die. Remember? And he's like, ah, whatever. I'll go talk to her. And he's just like goes over and just like sits down and is like, hey. And then Tom and his buddies walk in and he's like, the shit? <laughs> What's mm-hmm. that guy doing? <laughs> it looks like he's talking to your girl, boss. <laughs> well, that, no, this can't stand, you know. And, and then they see each other and then it's, you know, wacky hijinks and mm-hmm. chasing. Yeah. So. Yep. I don't know. Does he, does he chase him outside and beat him up? No, is... she talks about him like beating him up in the library. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, because like uh, to paint the picture of his gang is there's Tom, the mm-hmm. badass tall guy who's like you know thirty something and still in high school. The dude from college kickbox. Kickbox. Right. Yes. Yeah. So there's him. He's got this uh, sidekick guy who's like if you took Skeet Ulrich and Brandon Routh and put them together into one person, it's him. And then he's got this almost like Debbie Mazer like sidekick lady who's also part of their dojo, but it's like, they're always all hanging on her and she's always hanging on them. And it's like, what's this weird yeah. threesome relationship you have here? Yep. Yeah. But yeah, so like that's, that's the tough side. And then Christine Taylor just like pops in and is like out like, I'm your girlfriend. Okay. But you don't like me. All right. Bye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, 
But yeah, she's like, he didn't know. Like, it won't happen again. And he's like, all right, you just get touched by an angel or something. Get out of here. And um, and but yeah, like as soon as like around the around the corner, like he's just walking on like oh, doop, yeah. doop, doop, and then just like punch, punch. her off screen. Yeah, there's <laughs> like yeah, and it, I love this part because like. He, he he hits him a few times, like hits him in the stomach, and then the guy's just like acts like he's been, as you said, stabbed in the stomach. Mm-hmm. But he's like, get his wallet. Dude doesn't have a wallet, but he reaches in, like pulls out a ten dollar bill, like sweet ten dollars. Yeah. And they're like, it's not about the money, and he just tears the ten dollar bill Rip. in half, and then throws it back at him. Yeah. And then it's just like he just leaves it. Yeah. Like, it's like that's still usable. It's like guy, you showed me. Also, your Tom. mom is like dirt poor. That's why you moved here. It's like she couldn't get a waitressing job in wherever the fuck they were in Kansas. I don't understand that economic situation whatsoever because it's it's like they moved i thought they moved for a job nope they moved moved, for the opportunity She moved because she lost her job correct yeah she moved from kansas to paradise california california (laughs) it was shot outside of phoenix so we're gonna go with Mm -hmm. california um but she doesn't have a job for no job yeah she's working an overnight as a waitress Mm mm-hmm She's like, I'm looking for a job. I haven't. I need to find something yeah. where I'm not on my feet yeah. all day. It's, it's like there's Wichita. There you have cities. Yeah, in you, Kansas. you could have gone to work at the Waffle House in Wichita. <laughs> yeah, this this the premise of the movie and the premise of all these movies is that basically you move to where the work is. I I got a job in Paradise. We got to go, and it's just like here we are in the land of jobs. I guess, mm-hmm. but. I apparently did this yeah, they wrong. Just, they just put themselves in the job cannon and lost them yeah. up to job land. And yes. Got jobbies <laughs> off the trees. <laughs> Correct. I don't know if you know how the economy works. Yeah, I, yeah, I do now. It's the economy, stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that's real dumb. She's a waitress and mm-hmm. never finds a job. Literally, the movie ends and she has not found a job. <laughs> yeah. Other than waitressing and whatever. She else. she had an interview. She did have an she interview. Did, yeah. <laughs> but like. She also says, well, we're probably going to have to move again because <laughs> I've, you know, yeah. good because go yeah. to a fucking carpet school. It's weird. Yeah, right. <laughs> school's gross and I'm getting my ass beat. Apparently that's a real school. Ugh. Ew. Yeah. Ew. I mean, I guess. All right. If it's in Arizona, I might allow it because there's zero humidity and yeah. the carpet would not be absolutely disgusting. Yeah. Dry heat. It Fine. won't be moist. Yeah. <laughs> in Florida, that is just the grossest thing in the world to think about is a carpet in yeah. a place that's frequented by hundreds if not thousands of people every day yeah teens especially that stinky guy that they introduced oh yeah (laughs) oh yeah amongst all of it there's basically a pig pen character that like everyone's just like he's never changed his clothes yeah which i I thought for sure he was going to come into play at the end like someone's going to throw him at the bad guy and (laughs) (laughs) just gross him out yes be good you know but actually that guy's like got the smartest camouflage of all like nobody's gonna fuck with yeah exactly covered guy he literally is at one point. He is just slimy and gross mm-hmm. when they show him, and it's just like, oh. And Ducky <laughs> describes him as having gotten detention for for his smell. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so yeah, but yeah, yeah there, there's there's a whole other cast of clicks, but we don't care. Um, but yeah, so he gets his ass kicked, and then um, I think Ducky comes and helps him out. Mm-hmm. This is not the first time we meet Billy Blanks for at least no, not, not this yet. situation. No. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, we have met Billy Blanks, right, but we right. we don't know where he is. At yeah, this well, point, he's we're finally like, reemerged. Has he? No, not yet. Point, not well, until the, the gym. Yeah, that's what I mean. Is, that's yeah. when he's going to. Yeah. They showed the janitor walking by, but they only showed him from like feet to mid thigh sure, or something. Yeah. I was like, ah, that's going to be Billy Blank. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, this is when. Yeah. Yeah. But he goes back, back to the library and he's just like, I'm going to try again. Hey, dudes, I'm going to go hit on her again. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, he's like, what? what's the worst that yeah. could happen? Huh? And of course, immediately, like, well, they, they scoped out that like Tom was outside 
doing something else. And then like, he sits, he's like, waves to her and she waves back or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm going to go talk to her. And sits down and starts talking to her. And is like, hey, what are you doing? You want to be friends? Let's hang out on Friday. Just as friends, you know, like friends and stuff. And like Tom walks in. And he's like, what? How can it be two places? And, just, and then it's just like, distraction. And like, he just takes off running. And like, Tom trips over like a book cart. And yeah, they just throw books wacky at him hijinks and, and stuff. But yeah. but yeah, he's running through the halls and. The hall monitor's like, hey. Mm-hmm. Um, but eventually, like, ends up in the gym, yeah. and, like, all the doors are locked. And, of course, Tom and his goon are, like, right behind him, like, where are you going to go now? Huh? Mm-hmm. And this is where B- Billy Blank steps out of the shadows. And yeah. Miyagi's him out of this fight. Yep. He's like, hey, stop hurting that boy. Yeah. But, yeah. of course, he, like, kicks these guys' asses, puts Tom, like, a headlock until he, like, can't move anymore. And then it's just, like, he's kind of, like, sleeper holding him he's got him in billy yeah. blank's pose like yeah. i could snap his neck right just say the word <laughs> but then like he's just like oh shit i'm beating up teenagers and just kind of slinks back into the shadows <laughs> he does, yeah. and then like you know of course everyone's like oh shit he was running towards the gym and so kenny steps ken goes stumbling out mm-hmm. and everyone's like holy shit dude yeah ken beat tom holy <laughs> shit and so like now he's a hero yeah for like, like a day everyone's yeah, like, everybody loves him back, like hey day. all right good job yeah and then what happens is, is that Tom. No, well, but I'll say, like he he's keeps saying, like, no, I didn't do yeah. it. I, like, he's like, you need to stop. I didn't. But yeah. he passes by Christine Taylor. Like he, like everybody's just patting him on the back. But he passes by Christine Taylor, and she's like, oh. like yeah, I can't all believe. of a sudden she hates yes. violence. Yeah, yeah I, I hate guess. people that beat up other people. Yeah, even though it's totally justified. You should have just let my boyfriend beat your ass again yeah. <laughs> because I waved at you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. And so, yeah. <laughs> she is constantly starting this. Mm-hmm. Like, she's constantly coming up to him in the hallway and just be like, hey. Well, and he should be like, get the fuck away from well, me. He, he does do that eventually. Like, like <laughs> right. I she kind of blows him off. And then, like, the next confrontation with them, it's, I think it's, there's another fight with Tom about to happen because finally Tom's like, what the shit, man? You're telling everyone you, you, you fought, fought me and everything? Like, mm-hmm. oh, I'll show you. And then just kicks his ass in the middle of the round, you yeah. know, basically. And it's like, he beats the fuck out yeah. of him yes. this time. Yes. yes. And that's one thing I'll say about the fights in this. Like, there's some there there's some stuff that looks pretty choreographed, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of shit that looks like it hurts. Yep. Yeah. And they do a good job selling it as well, even though Ken kind of oversells that first one when he gets punched in the stomach. Oh, yeah. And acts he's... like he's like literally been shot in the gut <laughs> and will never recover mm-hmm. until he's dead. Yep. Yep. Um, I and, think I think this is the time. No, it was it was. I think it was the first time after he got gut punched and he acted like he was dying. We this is where we find out his mom is a waitress because it's the morning and she's just coming over work. He's yeah. having breakfast, but he's pouring like some crayon apple juice or whatever. And I just was like, that's the color of my pee now. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Go ahead and match it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so he gets his ass kicked again, and this is where like he he goes. I think he goes to find Billy Blanks. He's just like, hey, well, like before this, Tom goes to the dojo. Oh right, and right. it's it's an evening at the dojo, oh, man. where he has to. Uh, well, of course, it's Lee, the guy. From where the we are yeah. finally reintroduced yes. to Lee. Lee is is that guy. He's the Martin Cove of the movie. Oh right. man! Just in case you're not following, he's Patrick Kilpatrick, the guy whose brother was killed in the first scene and right. was doing the "I'll get you, Billy Blanks" yes. thing. Yeah. So now he runs this dojo, and holy shit, he is <sighs> absolutely into this in every way possible. Yes. And he's also into just beating the fuck out of high school kids for mm-hmm. his own yes. amusement. Oh, yeah, because one guy comes in late and yeah. tries to, like, sneak in the background like, oh, he didn't see me. And he's just like, hey, you, tardy kid. Well, okay, but before like, that, he yes. does this whole speech where he's just like, control is success. Yeah. Success is control. And he's, like, having <laughs> yeah, them, like, like their mantra thing, yeah. screaming at everyone and mm-hmm. everyone's screaming it back. And then he's like, tonight, <laughs> who will face Tom, yeah. it's like what? <laughs> they were like Tom. Yeah. 
Yeah, all the names in this are real dumb. The when master someone's trying of the to hype dojo, up. the deadliest man to ever walk the earth, Tom. <laughs> and then he picks, and then he's like, "Who will it be?" Yeah. And he's doing like kind of this grin too, and oh, then yeah. he's like looking out, and he goes, "Our tardy friend here." Yeah. And this guy gets up and is like, starts. He's like, "All right, I'm gonna fight you. I'm gonna yeah. fight you." And then he's like, just. Oh, I think he lets team. him throw one punch mm-hmm. that doesn't connect, and then he's like, all right, I'm going to break all your limbs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just beats the fuck out of him. Yeah. And then gives, like, this Jokerish grin, and he just goes, I win! Yeah. Oh, no, he goes, who win? And they're all like, Sensei! Sensei. Yeah. Who he's wins? Like, yeah. <laughs> Show enough. I mean, he's like... <laughs> he is. He's like, Show enough. He's like a wrestling character. He's, mm-hmm. he's everything you could possibly want in yeah. this character. Yeah. Because he is always on. Even like when he's quiet, he's on. Yeah. Yep. I mean, yes, he's the Martin Cove character from the Karate Kid, but Martin Cove was very reserved for the most part. He's like the guy from part three who comes in and basically starts telling Martin Cove what to do to be a badass again. Mm -hmm. He's that guy. He's just over the top and crazy. Yeah. Oh, Um, he's in over the top? uh, No, he's not in over the top. But... um, yeah, so we we've now been introduced to this this questionable dojo. Uh, Tom has been pulled backstage by a lady mm-hmm. uh, who is giving him some odd instructions about like I heard you got into a fight. Don't you fight anybody without my permission? Now let's make out. Okay, now get out there. She's like, you're mine. Yeah. I'm- so we're introduced to this lady. We don't like- know who the hell she is, and she's like, she seems to be like the one in command, but also. She seems to be arranging fights for something. We don't know what. Yeah. She's the business lady. Yeah. So uh, you know, that guy's crazy. Yeah. He can't manage a business. Yeah. And so I think this is around the time where uh, Ken goes and, and looks for Billy. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, hey, uh, I got I want to ask you a favor. Could you like teach me not to get my ass kicked? Mm-hmm. And I think Billy Blanks at first is like, mm, no, because reasons. And he's like, OK. <laughs> But it honestly doesn't take him very much convincing. Though. No, he's just I like, f- fine. I'll I feel just feel like there's one more encounter that Billy Blanks sees. Yeah, I think. Yeah, he gets again. his ass beat like one more time. And then Billy Blanks is like, yeah, all right. Yeah. Well, I think it's when he comes back because like it's I think it's shortly after Tom just fucking wrecks him, wrecks him yeah. to, you know, to punish him because because that's when he goes to Billy Blanks and he says it's worse. It's exactly like I told you it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. They were going to come after me worse. Right. Yeah, because he does ask, ask him once. And he's like, Tom's not going to bother you. Yeah, it's like that's the first time he's like, no, it's going to be way worse now. Like, you you don't fucking get it. Yeah, he got and beat then, by a janitor. Yeah. And then the second time is when Billy Banks is all right, let's yeah. do this. But when he agrees to train him, it's it literally goes Karate Kid slash self-referential of Karate Kid because yeah. he's just immediately like, all right, first things first, mop the, the floors, yeah. mop the floors, clean the toilets, scrub the urinals. And he's and, the, and he even starts like, oh, I get it. Like, I'm mopping the floor, but you're really teaching me karate things. He's like, no, I'm just trying to get you in shape. Yeah, yeah he even says wax yeah, on, yeah. wax off. Yeah, he says the whole thing. Like, the movie straight up says, okay, I see what you're doing. You're doing the karate kid. And Billy Blanks is like, no, you're just cheap labor. You're doing this. Yeah, you're, <laughs> you're, you're cleaning you're everything up. You're doing this to up. teach humility. Yeah. yeah, humility and, you know, like, strength training. And also to get swole. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's a lot of, like, running, you know, running on the track, doing push-ups. Running, climbing. Mm-hmm. Climbing yeah. up trees. Yeah. So. Um, hmm. So from here, there's a lot of montages. Of, oh, yeah. Of yeah. him learning. Lots of montages. Yeah. At, at some point, like, they. It's about a month that goes by that he's learning 
all of this. Yeah, and, and somewhere along the line, because we're going to skip, because a lot of this becomes like montage as hell. Mm-hmm. Um, he and Christine Taylor have an up-and-down relationship. It's just like, at one point, yeah, he's just like, I can't talk to you. Be gone from my sight. Yes. And the next time, she's like, she's like, oh. And then he's like, hey, you want to? He's like, oh, I thought you couldn't hang out with me. And no, it's not a good idea. I have a boyfriend. And, and she'll go, she'll say something like, he scares me. I need to get away. He won't let me get away. And he's like, oh, well, you should probably like stand up to him and leave him. And then she's like, don't tell me what to do. He's my boyfriend. It's yeah. like, I love wow. him. Yeah. It's like, but it's like, you just said you don't want to be with him. Have Shut you, up. <laughs> have you heard of Stockholm Syndrome? Yeah. yeah. Um, yes. But, yeah. And then eventually... As Billy is doing the montage training, it gets back to business lady at Lee's school, mm-hmm. and, and they first they sneak a picture or something. They're like, "Go find out who beat up my boy, mm-hmm. right? My, my dojo boy." Because he gets because uh, like, what she does is she goes to the school. This is the most convoluted thing ever. She goes to the school and is a, is is met by Brian James, and she's just like, "Hi, I'm the new substitute. I'm teaching sex ed. I'm here." to work and yeah. he's like and he turns super pervy yeah and he's like yeah you are hey yeah. check out your caboose huh yeah all right i'll see you around the hallway yeah. and so apparently she's like there for just a allowed month to roam the school yeah. just during the montage she's and eventually she just sees billy blanks and is like snapping photos yep so which, gets a picture that she takes back to lee yeah which is you know I, I like that this movie does a lot of spy camera stuff, but does just cuts out the developing part mm-hmm. altogether. So it's instantly like, here's the photo. And so Lee sees the photo of Billy Blanks and just fucking loses his shit. Like, might as well just like pinwheel through his office, just crushing everything. <laughs> Honestly, like it, that is the proper reaction. Yes. It's the guy who killed his his brother and vanished. Yes. Sure. Yeah. But it's also weird because nothing re- you would think this would lead to this guy going to the school that second and murdering it's, Billy Blanks. It's, it's weird because, you know, I'm guessing I'm going to blame it on a crappy picture or whatever, because it's like he flips out. But he, I feel like he's not 100 percent sure at first. Yeah, because when he sees another picture later on, he's like, is this the guy you took a picture of earlier? Yeah, and it's like, yeah, well, we'll get, we'll get there. But yeah. Yeah. But so he sees that picture and flips out and he's just like, go find out more. And yeah. ba- basically, like. There's another confrontation. Like, now he's learned a couple of things, mostly dodging at this point. Yeah, because he's been throwing a basketball at right. his head. So, like, mostly <laughs> mostly Ken's been working on dodging with Billy Blanks. Yeah. So, Tom comes after him one more time. Like, he's been finishing training, and he's just waiting for him on the bleachers outside the school at, at like, 9 o'clock at night. Yeah. And he's just like, hey. You know, <laughs> Haven't seen you around. Yeah. Time to kick your ass. And it's like, wait, what? And, and he just dodges a bunch and eventually, like, kicks him in the balls. And is like, oh, shit, I kicked him in the balls. Run. And that's when um, the business lady's, like, got her Chrysler Baron convertible or uh-huh. whatever the hell shit she's got. It's mm-hmm. it's like, it's supposed to be like, oh, look at how fancy I am. But it's it's a fucking shitbox late today. It's fancy for Paradise, Arizona, I, I this guess. hellhole yeah. of a town. But she's just like, get in. Yeah. And drives him to the fucking fight club. Yep. Like, because she's like check this shit out. You're going to be so into this and yeah. I'm going to give you a cash advance and look at these high schoolers beating the hell out yeah. of each other. Yeah. yeah, she basically goes into a recruiting pitch. Yeah. Because he dodged Tom and kicked him in the nuts and yeah. ran away. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's better than I think anybody else has done to Tom. So the weird I guess. The, okay, so there's so much weird about this, but mm-hmm. like the first thing is that they seem to be like we are known for having underage high school kids beat each other to death in our underground fight club. While a bunch of like 40 plus people bet on this. Show. Yeah. And so, OK, obviously she's recruiting him because she knows that he and Tom have beef. And obviously that would be a big fight. But there's like never at any point would this be sold to the crowd. Like the crowd is never going to know what the buildup is between these two dudes. Well, they'll tell him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I they don't because they have a bigger opportunity at the very end when there's another fight well, and that's no an one mentioned shit. Fight. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. true. But yeah, <laughs> he basically comes and sees a fight it, it, not involving any of the people. No, it, just eventually Lee comes out and he sees that fight, but yeah. it's just two regular dudes, not Tom or anybody else. And they just like guy gets his arm basically dislocated and she's like, "What do you think? He can make like $500 a night." And he's like, no <laughs> well she gives him a handful of cash yeah. and is like here's an advance go spend it on a lady do whatever you want and he's like you know what i don't think so that's not gonna happen yeah because she she describes it as like you'll get two percent of of the it's not box office but the bets the take yeah the take <laughs> well the <laughs> winner gets five percent and the loser gets two percent she's like oh you'll, you'll still make money he's like oh these kids are going to college they're paying their way through college mm-hmm. by doing this yeah, like, but you yeah know, with two percent of dead yes. <laughs> millennials have killed the fighting your way through college <laughs> sorry uh, teacher my my shoulder's been dislocated i couldn't do my math problems yeah. <laughs> i get like partial credit if you can get a note from your sensei i guess i mean look the way th- had this movie had a little bit of something more going on to it, at least like the Brian James character should have noticed that kids were coming to school beat the fuck up. Ah, Brian James didn't care. Somebody at the Somebody school should have, should have noticed that kids are coming to the school beat the fuck up, and that should have led to some kind of like, we're going to find out what's going on. We're going to assemble a team, the cops, the principal, everybody, that. There's one, literally one teacher who gives a fuck, and she dresses like a 60s school marm, and it's just like, Bleh. I mean, she looks like, Shelly Long she's, now. She's Shelly Long now. now. That's exactly yeah. like when I saw her, I was like, wait, how did yeah. Shelly Long time travel? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's just like, well, why are you in this school? Yeah. Yeah. And but, it's so weird. Like when she's scolding the kids, like like the 12th thing on her list is put that knife away. Mm-hmm. Like kids are just fooling around and throwing paper and she's like, stop that. Put that down. Put that knife away. <laughs> yep. It's like, but put, put that knife away mm-hmm. is not just a thing you say in class. It's like, yeah. go. A police. <laughs> yeah. Not at this school. But she got the sales pitch. He turned her down. And then they bring he, he they bring out Lee to just beat up some kid. Yeah. And he's at this point, he's, he should be like, not even no, but fuck no. Like, yeah. it's just like, it's weird because like he was already like, no, I don't think this is for me. And then they like they just introduced Lee like undefeated champion sensei is going to beat a kid half his age. And just like 12 seconds just takes this kid down. Yeah. They, they, they bring out like this weird like third Estevez brother out there to like fight Lee and they're like, with a record of three and three, it's this kid, you know, and this is like, okay. And then Lee comes out and murders him to death. To yeah. the point that he gets gleefully. taken out on a stretcher. Well, well, not, no, not even a stretcher. It's just paramedics drag him out yeah. while complaining that they lost like 20 bucks on him. Yeah, they <laughs> they send him home in a body bag. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So why the lady thought that would be good for him to see, I don't, I know. don't know. But he's like, you know what? Mm-mm. Yeah, your sales pitch leaves something to be desired. Yeah, I have no desire to be here. I'm leaving. Now. And apparently the very next day, it goes and tells Billy Blinks about this whole thing. And he's just like, I can't believe they're hurting these kids. <laughs> How can we reach these kids? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. like at first, I wasn't sure if Billy Blinks was just mad at him. Yeah. Because at first, I guess he was because he's like, listen, man. Some of these guys are putting themselves through college doing this. Yeah, he was kind of int- he was yeah like, he was kind of like oh, maybe I should do it. Maybe yeah. he's just Billy bouncing Blanks the idea. Just like, yeah, Billy like Blanks. hey, what do you think, Bill? What do you think, Billy Blanks? Can I do it? He's like, what? He's like, kids. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't teach you this so you could beat up people for money. Yeah, and it's it's around that time that he sees his badge, and he's just like, you know, oh, you were a cop. Huh? Oh, well, yeah. that comes up later. Yeah, he sees the badge and is just like, oh, put yeah, that away. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Then those, there's more montaging, and he finally gets good. 
like eventually you know like he's like his big thing is like he's trying to do this like roundhouse spin kick thing you know jumping roundhouse yeah thing. and he keeps dislocating his leg every yeah. time he tries to do it it's just like and just cut over, cut, cut over to Billy Blanks just going mm-hmm. he does give it but he does give a good like when he doesn't do it right and he lands he gives a good god I suck yeah expression like, every time I can't do like, this oh why am I so I, bad at and, this and it's just all random training like there's one point where they're like they load his backpack up with rocks and like having run up you run know up side, of mel- mm-hmm. side of a mountain yeah. thing yeah it's just it's all kinds of dumb like shit. But like now at this point, like Ducky's tagging along for all this shit, mm-hmm. and it's just like falling I, out. <laughs> I don't know at what point we we haven't really mentioned this, but like Ducky's big thing in this role, besides being our audience cipher for Ken, who doesn't know anything, is whenever he's on screen, yeah, he's upstaging everything. Like he will be five lockers down while a big scene is happening, just like poking up the locker, to, like. <laughs> You know, he's yeah, just doing shit in the background. Yes. He, he basically reminds me of like um, Booger Charles Lamar from uh, um, Better Off Dead. Hmm. Just like, you know, he'll just be in the background, just like poking a fetus in a jar or some yeah. dumb shit where it's just like, the fuck is he doing? Like, well, yeah, we're, there's, <laughs> like, there's some scene late in the movie where Billy Blanks and, and Ken are having this conversation in the foreground mm-hmm. and he's just in the background with a mop mm-hmm. putting sunglasses on it and stroking the mop's hair as if it's a woman yep. mm-hmm. and just like, oh, yeah. Until they eventually have to stop and look at him like, what the, the fuck, fuck are, are you doing? doing? He's just like, don't kink shame. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't say that. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. But yes. So his directions is... were just. But he's also... whenever whenever the camera is near you, just yeah. be weird. Yeah. But he's also kind of following along with the training. He's he's wheezing and falling down while the guy's running around the track or whatever. He but... does a push up. Yeah. <laughs> and eventually, like, OK, all the montaging. And we're, we're, let's get to the end game of this thing. Mm-hmm. Like, eventually he confronts Christine Taylor and is like, look. You fucking hate your boyfriend. I think you kind of dig me. Let's go out for real. Yeah. No, fu- no more fucking bullshitting. Let's do it Friday night. And she's like, no, nah, boyfriend. Sorry. Yeah. And yep. then eventually and his reasoning is actually good because he says, well, he's going to beat me up anyway. Yeah. So I may as well fucking do it. Go for it. Yeah. yeah. Do it. Doing something I want. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, because yeah, Billy Blanks gives me the advice of like, have you actually told her how you feel? And so like this friend zone bullshit. And he's like, no, that's a good idea. Billy Blanks. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll go for it. But yeah. It's so, like she goes on a date with him and it's like the whole time. It's just like, nah, nah, Tom. I don't think so. She's like, can we just go somewhere and talk? And he's like, we talk all the time. Yeah, let's We're go back to my car. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, no, fuck this. I'm out. And he's like, you can't. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So she calls him like, can you come pick me up? Yes. And it's like that. It, it's, it's a weird cut because she's like standing outside whatever fucking shithole movie theater they were at. Like, mm-hmm. you know, showing all of the same level movies as this. That's the thing is like they can't have any posters from like real movies. It's no. all some movies from the studio grade movies. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like she's just staying outside where there's some guy like just staring at her. Yeah, she, I thought that guy was going to be like a secret informant, just like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, also, we, Tom, also Tom. We, didn't, we didn't mention uh, Billy Blanks at one point in time. The reason Lee knows for sure this was during all the montagey things. He eventually like this is kind of important because Ken confronts him and is like, "Look, I know you used to be a cop and everything." He's like, "You're a policeman, police." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's just like, "Yeah, well, things happen, and I had to leave." So eventually, he's just like, "I'm going to go break up the underground kid fighting ring," mm-hmm. you know, and um. Yeah, he calls his old partner. He calls his old partner. Like he goes and gets some like surveillance shots first, and then like you know basically gets the old partner, and they come in plain clothes. I love that he calls his old partner and just goes, "Hey," and his partner's like, "Oh my god, it's you! You haven't been around in seven mm-hmm. years. What's up?" And yeah. it's like, "What?" <laughs> but they go to try to bust this place. Yeah, and and basically like 
catch one guy outside and then one guy just walks outside and billy blanks is like it's on yeah get him <laughs> and the cop is like what the fuck are you doing it, it, this is just a warehouse we have no probable cause but he just like slams he like pins him with the cart with his own car door yeah, and yeah. like reaches in and he's like, got like a roll of 100s and he's like see see he has money and then like the security cameras that are of course outside this place are like hey get him and they're like oh shit we weren't prepared <laughs> jump in their like little toyota truck with a yeah and, like it's like dudes run off. out with like two by fours oh, yeah. out of the there fight club they're like brandishing a two yeah. by four but yeah. this is the point where Lee now sees video uh, security footage that's like, okay, there he is with the partner of that arrested me. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, that's definitely him. Yep. And then he's like, henchman, go murder him. Yes. Yeah. Because this is all this this is important because all this happens prior to the fucking date night. So yep. yes, go <laughs> henchman, come to kill Billy Blanks at the school. He yes. is cleaning up the the theater. Which they have way too nice a theater for this shithole school. It's yes. got a, an actual like orchestra pit, like underground orchestra pit. Yeah, this is a paradise auditorium. Yeah, yeah. And so like he's under there because like he hears something, and of course his Billy sense goes off, and he's like, "I'm gonna hide in here." And, and two two dudes come to kill him. One of them is James Lou. Yes, and they fight all over the place. Like at first, like he, goes, he I don't remember what order, but he's like up on like, these crazy catwalks with like. Mm-hmm hundreds of lights throws and one, a fire extinguisher yeah, throws a fire extinguisher <laughs> I think actually I think it was like a can light but anyway, yeah, okay, it, yeah I think it was yeah. a can light um, but like eventually it, it, like it cuts away for a second like oh what's going on over here and then it comes back and they're we don't know it <laughs> but they're on the set of whatever play is about to happen here yeah because yeah. it looks like they're just in somebody's living room yeah it's like wait where Except are like, they when they throw them up against the walls it's all shaky it's like oh this is okay this is the set all right yeah, yeah like why is this why would there be a living room in this mm, school but yeah and this fight is a lot more violent than the people in it react to mm-hmm. like so yeah because dude's got a butterfly knife and like nunchucks or a chain or something yeah, yeah billy mm-hmm. blanks has been slashed and stabbed like he's been slashed in like the leg and then yeah. he gets stabbed in like the shoulder mm-hmm. uh at which point he has lost the ability to fight and it is just these two dudes kicking him in the face over and over and over again yeah billy blanks then gets the knife away from one guy or pulls it out of him yeah. and stabs that one dude in the shoe mm-hmm yeah, that dude does not react like he just got stabbed well, in the shoe. James Lewis, it should be noted, like he self-defenestrates. Or what's the opposite? What's infenestrates? Yes, <laughs> defenestrate. Yeah. If you go out a window, he's still going well, no, through. He, no, he, he, he came in the window yeah. first. If you he goes, go through a window. Okay, well think, he defenestrates. Yeah. I think we had this set. argument oh. two hundred and fifty episodes ago. That's okay. it's called a beetlezing. Yes, <laughs> he came in through. The, it was not a bathroom though. Oh. It was just a kitchen window. Yes, I'm sorry, but he comes in through the window fights him for a bit and then eventually gets thrown back out the window and that's the end of him because he falls he falls to his death three feet to the <laughs> yes, floor the of the pit of spikes was yeah. back there but it's enough for him to get away and we're like oh shit he's bleeding and he's just disappeared and it's next day like there's crime scene tape at the theater and everyone's like where's billy have yeah. you seen billy mm-hmm. I, and, and well cheesy lady who sets up all the fights cheesy lady. rolls up and is like hey, well, first she, she's like I heard your mom can't get a job. Maybe she can come work for us. Oh, by no, the way, she doesn't say that. She's like, money's tight. Yeah. Wonder how you're gonna make more. Yeah. And then says, also, where's Billy? Yeah. Well, and she well she goes like, yeah. Well, you know, I I like to get what I want. Why don't you ask your friend Billy about that? Mm-hmm. And he's like, what? What the hell you say? Yeah. 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 But he runs around school for a, a half a minute. Like goes to the theater and there's crime. I don't know why he knew he was in the theater, but he gets to the theater and it's like, yeah, crime scene tape. And Brian James is out there. He's like, hey, get back to class. Hey, kid, get out and, of here. And he goes and finds Ducky and it's just <laughs> yeah, like they're getting that guy off the pit of spikes. <laughs> and of course, Ducky can't not be like a, a a glib asshole because he's like, 
have you seen Billy? Like, dude's obviously in a panic. And yeah. he's just like, oh, yeah, I had breakfast with him this morning. It yeah. was great. He's yeah. like, it's like, what the fuck, guy? Yeah. <laughs> like, Where's re- Billy? Read the fucking room here, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. But yeah, he's just like, for half a minute, they're like, oh, my God, where's Billy? And then it's just like, ah, we don't care. Billy vanished. Yeah, Billy like vanished. Jimmy Hoffa. And then, yeah, he, that's <laughs> yeah, what he well, says. Then, then he immediately gets in a fight with Tom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's when he, like he said, he asks ask christine taylor out on a date and it's just like she says no and there was also a point the next day after billy blanks and his partner went to the underground fight club the the cops like the full squad goes back daytime Mm -hmm. to the the underground thing and they they bust in and they're like hut 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 and it's just like the fuck this isn't an underground fight club yeah because it's 10 (laughs) a.m you dumb shits but they're just like well we should probably get out of here we really yeah. have no reason to I be mean, here you would think cops would know that fight <laughs> fight clubs work on the same principles as strip clubs yes like don't go at breakfast no that's the worst idea <laughs> they get in there and they're like ah shit this isn't what we thought it was you really yeah, don't fuck. want to, you really don't want those flapjacks <laughs> no, <laughs> ah, no. Ah. Ah, but yes there was almost a fight with Tom in the time from Bill. Mm-hmm. This is where Brian James is in the background. They're like, oh, no, it's Kowalski. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, that's when the lady the, of their gang comes up. It's like, why don't you settle tonight for real in the dojo? Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, fight, Eight you, o'clock. fight you in my dojo. It's on. Yeah. And then everyone's like, ooh, it's on. And yeah. then all of a sudden they're printing up flyers and passing them around at school. Yeah. Come see the fight. between. Yeah. Come Tom. see the fight at the underground fight club. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I think I think that happened after the date because. If it was the same night, they wouldn't have gone yeah. on a date that night. Right. Anyway, he meets up with Christine Taylor. He picks her up. But like suddenly they just have a roaring fighter in the middle of nowhere and they're yeah. toasting marshmallows and they talk and they're like, yeah, OK, we're in love now. Yep. Yeah. But yes, next day, that's when Tom's like, hey. Yeah. Well, yeah. He, they say they're going to fight on Friday night. Right. Friday at night. eight. OK. So they have the whole week montage of both of them training and also along like, with like awkwardly running into each other at school or like ducking around. And like, oh, no. Yeah. Hope Tom yeah. doesn't see me. But yes. mixed with kids passing out fucking flyers to the secret underground fight club. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where it just says fight of the century. Tom versus Ken or whatever. And it's just like that's the worst billing. Hey, the first ever. rule of fight club is pass out flyers. <laughs> no, that it is not. <laughs> The second well, rule of Fight I mean, Club is uh, we had an established two, rules two to the Fight Club. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I just love that th- that uh, Ken is just kind of gleefully training throughout the week with his buddy, and there's and nobody never, knows where Billy Blanks no, is. No, there's not yep. even a like. Hey, nobody cares. Ca- check his office. Check. The only time it's brought up is like 45 seconds before he's about to go into the actual yeah. fight. He's like, "Have you seen Billy? No. All right. Well, I, I got to do this." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, Ducky comes up and like in like full like Miyagi chilling at home robes. I mean, yeah. it's literally like the exact same kind of robes, basically. Yeah. Um, but he's just like, yeah, I'll I'll be your coach, I guess. And and Christine Taylor, of course, has gotten to like the full like, no, don't do it. Like, no. And it's like <laughs> she's like, you can't win. It's like, thanks, Talia Shire. <laughs> I really appreciate you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's 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 on. Like they're at the thing, and it's just like the the fight starts happening, and he yeah. starts. He gets some hit shots in, but he well, he dodges for a while. He dodges for a while and then gets some shots in. And everyone and, boos. It's just like, ah, this isn't a fight. Boo. Yeah. But eventually he starts kind of winning and wins the crowd over somehow. But. A little bit, but not much. But Tom eventually just beats his ass. Yeah. Just beats him down. Just beats him and beats him and beats him down. Mm-hmm. And then he's like on the ground bleeding and he just looks up over at Christine Taylor and Ducky and then just... Like a bullet through the cl- the crowd is Billy Blanks, just like, hey, <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, he's here. I can win now. Yeah. He regained his abilities. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, he did. Like, he saw me. He was like, I can do this again. Yeah. And then Billy Blanks, wins. I'm glad you're alive, even though I never looked for you. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. So yeah, he gets up and beats Tom's ass. Yep. Billy Blanks gave him the the wind beneath his wings mm-hmm. that he needed. Mm-hmm. And hooray to beat the shit out of another man. Yep. Yeah. Movie's over. Except no, it's not. Uh, yeah, it, and there is, I, I mean, they timed everything wrong. I'll say this. Okay. Because there is a perfect, you know, Billy Blanks, he's, he keeps giving the high fives, but like, oh, there's the, something about no, the, the perfect high five is after the Billy Blanks fight. Yeah. There's still, like, yeah. that's that's when the freeze frame should have happened. Yep. Yeah. Except but, that there's something awesome that happens after that. That's but, true. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. But like the way Billy Blanks gives the high fives, it's like way up there and mm-hmm. it's like, it's like half high five, half predator shake. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it's he, so he, good. Well, he and, and his du- and Ducky for some reason like Bash Brothers yeah. high five for mm-hmm. no reason. Yep, it's just like that guy really okay. Yeah. But it, it it should be noted um, during the fight because this is important. They've 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 put Ken in dumpy clothing for the whole movie. Yes, mm-hmm. and at some point during the fight, I think it's like after Billy Blink shows up, it's like his shirt gets ripped off. And the dude is fucking jacked. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. It, it is like it is like groundskeeper like, Willie yeah, coming to like life. Two percent body fat yeah. at max, and it's just like it's just Ripped. like, and that's when the crowd is like, "Oh god, <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. we were wrong." Because because yeah. they put him in like the dumbest like almost hammer pants style gym, like those like nineties yeah. like he was just in baggy sweat clothes, yeah. like mm-hmm. like and inside out uh, sweatshirts and yeah. stuff. Yep. I mean, the early on, like when they when one of the training montages, they have him roll his sleeves up and you can see like the veins popping out of his arms. Right. So it's like, yeah, they've been hiding how like jacked this dude yeah. is. But yeah, when he gets the shirt, that's when the crowd's like, oh, shit, we were oh. wrong about you, Ken. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ken, you're hot. Yeah. Do it. <laughs> but yeah, he wins. And then, of course, you know, Billy Blanks has to fight uh, Patrick. Lee. Patrick. Yeah, because Lee. Yeah. Lee is like, ah, this is no. Well, yeah, like as they're rewarding, as they're like holding up, holding up Ken as the winner. Lee comes in and just punches him in just the base of the spine. Ken, not not or, or, Blanks, yeah. Or, yeah, Lee yeah. punches Ken in the base of the spine. In the mm-hmm. butt. He punches him in the butt. Yeah. <laughs> right in the coccyx. Yeah. Everyone's like, boo. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think that doesn't uh doesn't Tom come over and it's like, hey, stop. And then yeah. he beats on Tom for a yep. few minutes. Mm-hmm. And then this is Billy Blanks yeah. just takes off his jacket and is just like, Oh, cool, this is on. Yeah. Let's do this. But now everyone is against Lee because he's beat on Tom and everybody else and like, how dare you lose that that kind of old bullshit yep. thing. Everyone instantly changes alliances. Yep. And everyone is on team Billy Blanks now. Mm-hmm. Even Tom. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Tom is standing on the, the the field of battle. He's still right there. And he's just like, get him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> get him, Billy Blanks. Get him. Yeah. But needless to say, Billy Blanks wins. There's there's nothing like, there's no like move that's like particularly awesome worth pointing out. He, he does, does this, like, some flying scissors yeah, thing. Yeah, he where... does this flying scissor kick thing, take yeah. down thing, and, and basically like makes the dude hit his head on the mat, which mm-hmm. is, I think, kind of like the final blow. Yeah. But... Yeah, he gets down and everyone's like, fuck yeah, fuck that guy. We were we were totally behind him last night, but yeah. fuck that guy fuck now. Fuck the owner of this club. Yeah. Um, <laughs> fuck him forever. Yeah, but uh, but this is where we get the, like, Billy Blank stumbles over, because he's gotten fucked up, too. Like, yeah. you know, it, well, it was still injured from the beatdown yeah, he got. True, he does still have a knife wound somewhere <laughs> on his body. But yes, <laughs> maybe two. But yeah, they, he just kind of stumbles over, and he's like, Ken is like, you did it, man. And he's like, no. We did it. And this is where they like high five yep. predator handshake thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like freeze frame, mm-hmm. except it doesn't. No, nope. because like mm-hmm. the cops show up. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, shit. Which, which Ducky said, I don't think this fight should happen either. Christine Taylor. I called the cops. <laughs> I told him to be here at eight or shit. Was it nine? I don't know. <laughs> right. But yeah, I guess we're to believe like an entire hour went by that he was a dumbass and called, called him for the wrong time. But Probably, they, yeah. they eventually show up. And the best part about this is like. That totally should have been the freeze frame part of the movie when Mm -hmm. they were like, no, we did it. And Mm -hmm. freeze frame credits, except 
the announcer guy who's like we've barely heard like he all his job really he was not like he was calling the fights no is he would just introduce the people come out like oh this is so and so he has he's a three and one victory and yeah. blah, blah blah and here's your master lee yeah and and then but like he's not like play by play calling or anything but he's just he goes like ladies and gentlemen if you could please call me exit because <laughs> he's well, he says it like super fast yeah. he's like Ladies and gentlemen, please calmly exit the building and you've got to go by. <laughs> no, no, he gets he gets run over yeah. by the crowd. It, yeah. is, it is like a what? Yeah. Like, Either that or he's yoinked out of there yeah. by the police. <laughs> it's it's pretty great. It's though. a pretty good like what why did that guy why did they dub that in? I'm fine that they did, yeah. but Yeah. But yeah, like police arrest him and of course it's like all the all the bad kids are now like, hey Ken, I'm not gonna shake your hand, but good job, sort of. And yeah. hey Billy Blanks, will you train us? Because I need a new dojo. Our, our sensei's kind of a douche <laughs> nozzle, so if you could get do that, he's like, sure, yeah. And then the police guy comes, his, his next partner comes over and is like, hey, the police force is thinking about teaching self-defense because uh, what do you want to say? Yeah, so now like, Billy Blanks has all these jobs and the school doesn't have a janitor. <laughs> yeah, well, that school is never going to be get cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's, no. let's face it. They, he was not a good janitor. No, no, no. no. He should have cleaned out that dude's locker before he got to yeah. it. I mean, yeah. the fact that like his lair is nothing but drippy pipes and <laughs> yeah. he's got hanging car doors and hubcaps and home alone paint cans for no reason. Just it hanging did everywhere. seem like that was going to come into play at some point and it doesn't. No, it doesn't. It, it's part of like it the was dodging. used for a training sort of thing. Yeah, but... but like the car doors never do. No. I just wanted someone to get like cymbals crashed. Like Tom runs in and they just they both throw those car doors right at him and it just crash. <laughs> but yeah. Out of Cabal. But yeah, but they, yeah, no, they celebrate over. it's over. Yeah, they celebrate it's over. Yeah. 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 Showdown. Um the only other notable thing is that as we're watching the credits, because <laughs> this is so fucking stupid. Ninety percent of the music was done by the same group. It's like uh R what was it? RT RTM? Right? No, no, DTN, DTM, down to music. I think I said down to music. DTF. No, that was no. not DTF. Yeah, DMF. Uh, it, it's some DFM. Yeah, do not resist. Down for music. <laughs> yeah. Sure, DFM. Sure. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, it's it's just a library of music that they got. But, but like the publisher of the music. <laughs> but the, well, like that that's all one thing, and maybe it was on those, and I we just didn't notice it. But like, there's two songs that had lyrics that are by another group, mm-hmm. which was like. A-R-T-S or something Splar, like that. I don't yeah. know. They, both, 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 <laughs> I'm saying both the groups were like weird acronyms. Yeah. But we noticed at the end, production company. <laughs> I can't even say. It was produced by Fart Game Music. Yeah. Fart, fart Game. game. <laughs> Two words, right? Fart no, Game. No, Fart Game was one word. It was one word. Fart Game Music, Inc. Yeah. So somebody <laughs> went to an office and said, I would like to register a corporation. Yeah. <laughs> Fart game music ink <laughs> somewhere. ASCAP has <laughs> fart game music yeah, like yeah. as a publisher. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, work on your fart game. <laughs> yeah, that's it. There's no star groves or anything like that. It's mostly no. all. It's mostly all pan flutes and saxophones and most of the. It's it's a really kind of a shitty soundtrack through most it of it. Is. Oh, don't Google fart game music by the way. <laughs> really? Oh, I, I tried on my phone and I yeah. just got nowhere. Yeah. I think you need to put it like in quotation marks. Oh. <laughs> I don't DFM, know. by the way. It was DFM. DFM. Yeah. Yeah. Down oh. for music. Right. It's not just FM, it's DFM. Fart game. <laughs> yeah, movie's over. Mm-hmm. And now we rate it. Yep. Man, Anyone nobody wants to go, huh? Mm-hmm. I'll go. All right. 
I think Robert Radler's streak continues because this is a fucking five jocks movie for me. <laughs> this is fucking great. And Patrick Kilpatrick is a huge part of that for me. Like I was almost rooting for him because he was so intense. I was like, give this man a fucking Oscar. This is wonderful. It it reminded me a lot of King of the Kickboxers in that like there's this fucking commitment to just being the like even if the character is a complete shit bag, like this full commitment to being that shit bag so utterly yeah. that I can appreciate. And I appreciate fights that where people just get their asses beat down and it looks like they got their asses beat down. And this movie's got a ton of that. There's a lot of ball kicking in this movie. Yeah. Oh, yes. Balls get fucking wrecked. Like it's second to Omega Cop, obviously, but yeah. there's a lot of ball yeah. kicking. Yeah. The sterilization factor is pretty high in this mm-hmm. one. A lot of people were shooting Billy Blanks after this. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> but yes, I, I I gotta say five jocks. I fucking love this. All right. All right. Uh I want to say five jocks. I can't. Uh I'm gonna give it four. And my only reason for that is that there's a there's a strange layer of awkwardness around this movie that I can't quite put my finger on that the two best of the best movies seem to avoid. Um, I it, it It's really hard. This is an immensely entertaining movie, but there's just something about it that is just like, maybe it's just how hard they're leaning into the Karate Kid ripoff that they're doing. Maybe that's it. But, it, for me, it's just something about it just didn't it, it's not a home run it's it's a it's a triple it's the runners on third that's ground, ground rule double well no that would oh. be the triples better oh you're right yeah so <laughs> you're right so, so you're saying it goes single then triple nope single and double right double triple i can't believe this is happening <laughs> third base <laughs> i don't fucking... know with you i don't know i know um yeah so it, Four jocks. Okay. It, it's it's really strong and a lot of fun. Uh, I just don't think I can go five on it. That's that's fair. I I can't I can't go there either. Um, I've I've actually been wavering between a three and a four, and then that's not to say I didn't like this movie because obviously that's still a high rating. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what I and I I know this is gonna like appeal to one listener in particular. I think that the soundtrack of this movie lets it down hard. Because this fucking Zamfir bullshit that is running mm-hmm. throughout most of this. It yeah. does yeah. Not it's get, weird pan does, flute and saxophone. Does, yeah, does not get you pumped for the shit that is happening. No, it doesn't. Like, all you just needed was like, okay, yeah, smoky sax from time to time, but just, you need guys just like, single dude with guitar. That's all he needs, like, like yeah. the lethal weapon riffs and shit. Honestly, like, there's not a lot about this movie that, except for, you know, uh, Patrick Fitzmichael. Michael Fitzpatrick. Um, uh, Patrick Fitzmichael. Patrick Fitzpatrick. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. That guy, right? Uh-huh. That was his name? Okay. Sure. He's Patrick a, Kilpatrick. Oh, Kilpatrick. That's right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry, I just wanted to make a joke about the name and then I totally forgot it. Um, he's about the only thing that I feel like really gets this movie pumping for some reason like he's the only one that's like bringing the level i i, I do yeah. i do agree that like there's a lot of good stuff going in, in this like i there is I, I i like the the ken even though he's like for the first like 20 minutes of the movie you're like you're a fucking moron ken stop it yeah like just stop yeah. it yeah mackie was rooting for his death yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's like now you turn the corner and die ken yeah. i was rooting for tom and lee the whole movie yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> tom lee um 
It's one of Cersei's You're kids. Rooting for Ken's untimely death. <laughs> yes. Oh, god damn it! By yeah. Tom. Got him. Got him. Tom. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I think I, I think I can go four because I like enough of the components of this movie. The soundtrack, like I said, just really lets this thing down. And I'm not so, normally someone that really cares or notices, but like when you've just got such disparate music playing to what's happening on screen, it's just like, what the shit? Mm-hmm. You know, it's sort of like, it's like, it's like the Lady Hawk principle. Yes. Where it's just like, this soundtrack fucking sucks and yeah. doesn't match this at all. Maybe it's fine on its own. I don't care whether you're about your fucking Tangerine Dream or whatever the fuck that shit is. But I'm saying, like, <laughs> that may be fine, but it doesn't belong in this fucking movie. Um, but yeah, but I mean, I, I like you. I like so much of what's going on in this movie. Otherwise, that it's like I'm gonna forgive it. And I, yeah, it's just I. I don't know if I'm angry or happy that they just went ahead and like were like karate kid, huh? Right? You know, like at least it just kind of broke the tension of like, okay, at least you're aware that you're beat for beat doing the karate kid right now. I was happy that they at least mentioned it. Yeah. But still, and then, and then it just felt like from that point on, it was like, all right, we're going to go do our own thing. Yeah. Because I, I feel like the movie really got better after that, where it's just like, oh, come on, guys, just this low rent karate kid thing. I don't know about this. Right. But yeah, four, it's it's pretty solid. Yes. Well, I hate to be a downer, okay. um, but it's only relative downer because I didn't really get into this like you guys did. Like you guys were having a lot of fun and I was just st- sitting there over in over in my corner of the theater like, oh, this is all right. <laughs> like... See, we shouldn't have switched seats. Shouldn't have switched seats. Yeah, we ruined put everything. You in the middle. Yeah. Um, All the jokes come at you, right? <laughs> I, I, I still like. I could hear your jokes. Oh, I just uh, you just didn't like care. Yeah. <laughs> I'm way over here now. I don't. Have to, yeah, I don't yeah. have to enjoy you. I'm on. I'm on the end. I don't. I don't feel like I have to pity laugh to make you guys feel better about yourselves. Yeah. Um, but like, likewise, sir. Yeah. Well. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Um. <laughs> I'm on the end now. Single tier. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> I'm on the end now. Nothing matters. Um, Billy Blanks, poor Billy Blanks, looks like looks like he's on crack the whole movie. I think that's Billy Blanks. Uh, yeah, I mean he does uh, kind of look like that most of the time. But I, he, Billy Blanks always looks like his muscles are, are threatening to rip out of his skin at any given point in time. Mm-hmm. Like his entire body just yeah. like looks like. I don't think your skin's growing proportionate to the rest of what you're doing. It's real. He's got a real weird look. And even when he's supposed to be like a put together cop, he looks like he's about to cry and also about to like, well, he ask you for money on the street. He had just been, been asked to carry a gun. So he (laughs) was, he was very upset. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But he's also very, man, he's just bland as can be. Billy Bland. Yeah, Billy. More like Billy Bland, right? Um, he needed to have less dialogue. His role is fine, but yeah, you don't need Billy Blanks t- talking much. No, no, just kick dudes. Heads Even off. the talking he does <laughs> is way too much. Um, the whole—I almost said Christine, whatever her name was, Julie. Taylor. What? Sure, we never once called her that. This Christine Taylor's character. Yeah, yeah. Julie. Yeah. The, that Her whole character, hey dude, yeah, <laughs> hey dude, was kind of wishy washy. So, yeah, she was really. I'm not doing a great job of telling you why I don't 
think well, she this was is a prop. Project. She she was yeah. she was just there to whatever the conflict of the scene is to act the opposite of exactly. She like, was just there to be a contrarian. Yeah, she so, was like a dude on the internet, yeah. just there to argue with you. Like, hey, I like you. Um, Ew, get away from me. Oh, hi. Hey, yeah. do you like me now? No, yeah. get away from me. <laughs> Ken is an idiot. Um, but overall, I, I think this is probably about a three jocks movie. Okay. So that's what I'm going to give it is three. Um, God, the soundtrack needs a bad makeover. Yeah. Um, yeah. I will say that we've got the um, we got the Blu-ray here, and I I don't really like the picture on the cover. Like, it's not that great because it's like, hey, it's this is a Billy Blanks movie, and he's just a shadow in the back. Mm-hmm. Um, but the design of the cover, the treatment of the cover, yeah. is real nice. It looks like a they've made it look scuffed up and put a bunch of fake stickers on there, so it looks like it's actually from a video store. Yeah, so that's yeah. really cool. But yeah. yeah, three jocks. Also, their 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 opening Blu-ray logo is pretty rad because it does a tracking yes. thing. Mm-hmm. Um, one last one last thing. If you're doing a, a Cinema Sins tick down, there is. There's the the most blatant boom mic I've seen in a shot in wow. a long time. Yeah, and it's funny because it's like it's for a scene where there's no dialogue, like not from the characters. That are, like it's just like when Ken goes to class <laughs> the first time, like one of the asshole dudes like has his feet on a desk so he can't go down the row. Yeah, where he's been told to go, they don't say anything. No, like there's just like you hear this shuffling of books and things like that, but it's like, dude, a boom mic in the entire quarter shot of the movie is right in there. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, ding. I thought for sure I might have seen some some lighting rigs yeah, probably. on the sides yeah. of shots a couple times, too. So, I don't know. Maybe it's a framing problem. Possibly. Anyway. Yeah, I'm sure it was a, a 4 by 3 VHS thing for many, many years, and they were yeah. like, we don't care. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's take a break, shall we? Yes. Okay. Hey, yes, Bamcast. Y'all have seen a movie. Chuck and I, we hand in hand went to a movie together. Wow. That is not true. This is an interesting pairing. <laughs> we went on different days to different theaters, but we saw the same film. Right. We saw, probably went with different people. I, I probably would wager we did. Yeah. Uh, did you go with your wife? I did go with my wife. Oh, I went with your wife. Too. Oh, okay. Well, that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so she sat through six hours of Quentin Tarantino's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Once Upon a Feet in Once Upon a Time in Feetlywood. I, I don't know. <laughs> yes. He likes feet, everybody. That would be Once Upon a Time in Hollypod. Oh. So I, what? L- let me <laughs> let me just say what I need to say about this movie, and then I'll let oh, you okay. say what you need to say. I can't fully express why I like this movie, because it's very specific. There's a there's a very specific thing about this film that I there's for I will not mention until more people have seen it. That's just that's how it has to be. Um, I will say that going into the movie, I had no idea what to expect. Even though same, I mean, I seen all the Tarantino movies and there's kind of a, a vibe in all of them that once you get settled into, you're like, oh, yeah, this is a Tarantino movie. This is different than all of those. Um and I think I think the thing that BJ and I kind of settled on was that so this movie's two hours and forty minutes. Mm-hmm. It is two hours and twenty minutes of establishing characters, locale, and time frame. Yeah, and then twenty minutes of one act of a movie. 
Yeah. Okay. It's you could almost say twenty minutes. Twenty minutes of the third act of some other movie. Yeah. It, it's like another movie has been spliced in just with familiar faces in it. Kind. It's it's different yeah. than anything else in the entire movie. Yeah. The the first two hours and twenty minutes is very much. And I made this analogy to BJ when we were talking about it. It's like Van Nuys Boulevard. It is just Van Nuys. Van Nuys. It is just slice of life. Here's what's going on in these people's lives. Here's what they're up to. Here's what they're going through in their day. But it's like it's not plot heavy at all. There's mm. there is practically no plot in the first two hours and twenty minutes. It's there are just establishing things. Threads of yeah. plot. There are threads of subplot. Sure. But the main plot have no fucking idea where they were going for the first two hours and twenty minutes of it. It's just slice of life. It's here's what these people are doing today. As a as a movie, I would say this is not good. Th- that's where I've landed. Okay. I don't think that it's a good movie. Okay. As a character study for Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio, mm-hmm. I think it's great. I think I love their character work, but it meanders for two hours and 20 minutes, takes a hard left turn into a subplot, and then the movie ends. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's strange. I, it's really unlike anything he's done. Yeah. Uh, it's the nicest movie. He's done. Mm, yeah. In in terms of just like. I could see that with the Manson family stuff and all that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, <laughs> in, in relativity to a lot of things that he's done on film. Sure. Um, well, the majority of his characters in films are kind of pieces of shit. Yeah. But and, they, and these. But he puts you in the, like he's telling the story from their viewpoint. So you're like, I'm cool with them. Yes, and that is also the situation here. These characters are not... I mean, there are some characters who are pure and innocent, but like the main two characters are... And we are given layer upon layer of, oh, these people suck, but also it's 1969 and everyone sucked. So... They're not like bad as some Tarantino characters go. No, And their friendship is what's driving the whole movie. Like the two of them being friends is the film it's just what are these two dudes up to yeah so um i i really i came away from it liking it um i feel like i should see it again now that i know what it is to be able to fully judge it because at the time i just kept like what is this like what is he doing like am i missing something is there a thread underneath this that I'm not seeing because it seems like nothing's happening for a very long (laughs) period of time. I'm enjoying the performances and like the situation that's going on, but these, these are just conversations. Like, yeah, I realize like if you boil down Pulp Fiction, there's not a lot happening in it, but Mm -hmm. every scene is important in some way, shape or form to the plot. This movie isn't that Mm -hmm. this movie is just this guy's doing a thing. I, I do wonder like if, okay, Let's say somehow we could like step out of time and Pulp Fiction's his ninth movie. Okay. Would we would we look at it the same way? At Pulp Fiction the same yeah. way? I mean I'm just saying, like, I mean, or was it like it was it just because we were like, Holy shit, I've never seen anything like this. That's the thing about Pulp Fiction, to me anyway, is that that is a defining moment in movies because sure. yes. it hadn't been done like that before. And then so many movies chased it sure, that it absolutely. became a yeah. whole genre. Yeah, it's it is a thing that to me seeing that for the first time was like, wait, there's no rules yeah. happening anymore. Yes. Yeah. 
And it was like, and you know, I obviously there's stuff, stuff from Pulp Fiction had been done previous, but it wasn't like this big mainstream thing that like my friends who never watch movies were like, oh man, did they really do that? You yeah. know, like people, like normal people, not movie people were like, okay, what the fuck is happening here? Right. And I think that's the big difference with, with Pulp Fiction is those rules have already it changed rules mm-hmm. for what, you know, how you could tell a story in a movie and how you could get what you could get away with, what you could do, how you could structure it. You know, you could structure it like a book and it would be fine. Mm-hmm. And I think I don't know how that would work now because it's kind of like, all right, the thing that it's the thing that made that big change. And now you take that thing out. Would movies have changed in that way? Would somebody else have done it? Would it, you know? Yeah. It's, it's like asking if Star Wars came out now. Well, I think I'm more yeah. like, I mean, it's kind of that defining moment. I, I don't mean just to say like, I don't like anything in between, but I mean, to me, Tarantino's never topped Pulp Fiction. Most, most directors work towards a better thing. Oh, I agree with that. And I don't think like he's ever even come close. I, I agree with that wholeheartedly. You know, I mean, like, that's just one of those things. Like, I mean, I feel like so many directors is like, you should be getting better at this instead of like spinning your wheels. Don't get me wrong. There are techniques he's, he's learned that are better in other movies. I think though that while you might call it spinning your wheels, it's spinning your wheels while making some pretty close to as good as Pulp Fiction movie. <laughs> sure. I suppose, yes. I I mean, I didn't want to jump all over no, Once no. Upon a Time yeah. talk. Well, let's, but like, let's just Tarantino it up. I watched Kill Bill Volume 1 <laughs> okay. over the weekend. And that movie's fucking phenomenal. Yes. yes. And the thing is, he has a, like, he speaks this dialect of movie that nobody else speaks the same way. Mm-hmm. And so it is it's instantly recognizable and it's also his and it can't like everyone tried to chase it in the nineties and they were never quite there. Right. And there's this level of something that he does and I don't know what it is. And I think each movie, he's not necessarily chasing Pulp Fiction. He's just chasing. All right. What if I straight up made a black exploitation movie and I made Jackie, you know, Jackie Brown happens, Mm -hmm. you know, what if I, okay, Shaw Brothers. I want to make a fucking Shaw Brothers movie. Mm-hmm. I also want to make a Western, mm-hmm. you know, so this is Kill Bill is those two things, you know, and it's taking these weird, these tropes that when you look at them on their face, cheesy as fuck, should not work in any way, but somehow always end up fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. And there's something that happens there that I don't know what it is he does. Sure, and I'm, that the, changes that. That and is it's, not me putting any of his movies down. No, just I know. Saying, yeah, like I mean, and, I just, and Hateful Eight is the only one I haven't seen, which by all accounts is like kind of yeah, I was, way I, I lower. Was, I was going to bring that tier. up because like I quite honestly don't like Hateful Eight, and that's the only one of his yeah. I can actually like say that. And I haven't seen Death Proof since the theater, and I just have no desire to watch Death Proof again. I Death Proof because it was too. Two 45-minute scenes of women talking around a table in dialogue that just wasn't working for me. Yeah. And then, like, you know, if you two scenes of violence. Well, I, I, all right, so I was gonna I was gonna bring that kinda, up. I like I think I think if you if you could divorce Death Proof from the whole grindhouse thing, like if you could just mm-hmm. take it out of that whole Which like, they do now. This well, I'm just saying this whole like experience of like this double feature thing where it's just like I think that's the other thing that works against you is like Death Proof was supposed to be like the okay, it's Tarantino. This is what you've been waiting for. And it's like, it's it's by far and away the slowest thing that's happening in that movie. 
It is a super oh, yeah. slow burn to a fucking... Yeah, Planet Terror is fucking insane. Yeah, I'm saying, it is a super slow burn to a fucking fantastic ending. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Death Proof's ending is amazing. But, like, if you divorce it from that, you're not, like, there for four hours or whatever the hell it is, you know, pretty close mm-hmm. to it. And, and you're, like, waiting and, like, oh, wow, I'm, like, I'm tired and this is not helping. Like, if, I'm saying if you watch it on its own, I think it's a much better movie. Maybe it's still I, not your cup of tea. At some point, I'll do yeah. a Tarantino rewatch of everything. Yeah. I, I was going to say, like, I, I it's going to be a while. <laughs> that's the thing is, like, I almost would like to reorder his movies in terms of when they came out, because I feel like someone like Scorsese, you know, you don't like if he'd started with Goodfellas or like that was his second or you know move, third movie, we'd be like, what the fuck? You know, how'd you work to Shutter Island? I mean, we kind of <laughs> are, you know, we, I mean, we're already kind of yeah. there, but I'm saying like, you know, like, you know, he's just kind of like working backwards in some ways. Don't get me wrong. I still make some great stuff from time to time, but mm-hmm. it's just like, you know, it'd be like, dude. Goodfellas like you know like but I'm saying like dude if, if you get like Reservoir Dogs I still think is it's a great movie but it's like it's very obviously a first movie there's a lot of there's a lot of quirkiness and dialogue that's it's clunkier than he wanted it to be mm-hmm. there's very much like that still feels like a very much like a first movie Death Proof is the kind of thing that feels like a second movie to me where it's like that's got the kind of people in it where it's like yeah I scored Kurt Russell that's all I really needed you know mm-hmm. on the on the on the huge scale you know and then you work up to like something like I don't know. I don't know if you could go to kill, but probably Jackie Brown probably next. Yeah. You know, then it's like, all right, cachet. I want to make a adaptation, not something original. I just want to do my own thing. And then like, you know, you end up with like bolt fiction of like eight or nine, you know, and just say like, you know, it does in, in, in an ideal world. It's like, you know, holy shit, you've been building towards this. Obviously in glorious bastards, Django and chain. These are both great too. I'm saying like, those are latter half movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and kill bill is weird to me. Cause like to me, kill bill one is like, Kill Bill One is better. Yes. Well, no, no, no. I mean, <laughs> considerably. It's, it's, I'm saying, like, it's an anime. The second one is the is the Shaw Brothers. Is movie. the West? Well, the second one is like everything that's not the flashback is a western, mm-hmm. basically, and everything that's the flashback mm-hmm. is Shaw Brothers. Yeah, yeah. I guess I'll give you that too. Yeah. Yeah, and then the first one is just God, like, yeah. I don't even know how to how to term it but and and you know in the discord someone said well were you watching the whole bloody affair cut and no i didn't i actually prefer the house of blue leaves stuff in black and white mm-hmm. i think it it makes it considerably more interesting to me um there's a few extra shots in there that i think work better on the 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 whole bloody affair cut like she meets the she sees the the younger one the one they show in the original cut is the second time she meets him mm-hmm. and she sees him the first time and he's like, no, don't hurt me. You know? And then when he does it again, she's like, come on. So it works a little better there, but, and they also take out, you know, the reveal about that happens at the very, very, very end of volume one. They remove that scene. So you don't know until the end that she's been on this bloody rampage for not no reason, but the main motivator sure. mm-hmm. didn't exist anymore. And so she's basically done this for kind of nothing. I think that Which, that last bit in the actual proper volume one version is like, oh, shit, yeah. like, let's part two now. Give it to me. Yeah, like, yeah. oh, fuck. Yeah. You know, that, moving that around is. Mm. It depends on what you're looking for. Because it kind of kept me going through part two. I don't really like part two. I, I think part two drags and then just kind of limps to an ending. Um, yes. Yeah. I, I mean, that's why I think I like Kill Bill volume one, I feel is like. If not for There Will Be Blood, that would be the best movie of that decade. Yeah. 
I but there will be blood is like like god tier <laughs> movie making <laughs> i mean like that movie is so fucking perfect yeah and kill bill is like 99.9 percent perfect yeah yeah um but just, yeah but getting back to once upon a time yeah mm-hmm. um last thing i'll say about it and I, I really wanted to have a, a longer discussion about this film. Maybe when it comes out on Blu-ray, we can all talk about it. But I so yeah, I had to follow Harlow's method of go to the earliest show ever. So I went like at 930 on a Sunday to go see this. And so I was to the right of me was this lady who had to have been 85 years old, which bothered me when I got there. Like I wanted to say, ma'am, do you know what you're in for? Um, there's there's a specific moment in the late stage of that movie that almost got me out of my chair. I almost went, yeah, and like rose up out of my chair and I scared that woman to death. <laughs> not, not actual death, but like I, like when I reacted to this moment, she just was like, ah. <laughs> so that brought me joy, but mm. I was more overjoyed by the thing I was seeing on screen. Um, I, I came away from that film thinking this is a good, not great movie. I, I, I don't know if it's what I wanted, but I don't necessarily come to movies with I want this all the time. Mm-hmm. Like I'll go see Hobbs and Shaw with a very specific expectation. Yeah. But for this movie, I was just like, okay, let's see what this is. Um, well, I don't feel like the any of the promotional materials or the trailer or anything really prepared me for what this movie was. No, absolutely um, not. I like going in. I was like, I don't know what this what is about. Yeah. It's. 60s i guess la with mm-hmm. brad pitt and and leonardo dicaprio and something about sharon tate okay yep. all, right, all right all right let's let's see what you got yeah i mean that's kind of my default for tarantino is like something comes out and if i can go see it it's like all right let's yeah let's do it yeah show me um I, i'll be interested on a second viewing of this to see how i really feel about it it's yeah the ending carries a lot of weight a lot of weight Mm-hmm. So, but well, <laughs> at the same time, that ending means nothing. No, like, I know that's that, in that movie of nothing happening forever. Yeah, it's it's a very odd thing. So it's it's hard to judge it just based on. That. I don't I don't want to keep talking about it and yeah and talking eventually peel it. back a layer that yeah, that reveals yeah. too much. Even though it's like this isn't one of those like super spoilery. Not much about this movie. It is, but it isn't. I I really want to have a longer discussion about this. So, Um, how's the dialogue? It's it's, Tarantino. It's fine. How's the dialogue? It's good. It's good, but it's not. It's not Mm Tarantino-y, if that makes sense. Although I think that's because people in '69 probably wouldn't have been talking the way Tarantino talks, like the way he writes dialogue. Mm -hmm. So, in that way, it's good. In that he's not writing it as characters who are super hip to pop culture bullshit Mm -hmm. Uh, because these characters work in the industry. They're very knowledgeable and they're dropping references to things at the time that they have worked on. And a lot of it is just vague bullshit that you've never heard of. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, it's not, there were a couple of things that Brad Pitt says throughout the movie where I was like, I don't think anyone would have ever said that. Um, But yeah, I mean, I honestly felt like through a lot of it that this could have been not a Tarantino movie. Mm-hmm. Like this just feels like a very sharply directed character study. Yeah. And doesn't feel it's, like a, it's Quentin Tarantino's Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross <laughs> with a little something extra on the end. Okay. Yes. Yeah. 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 There you go. Yes. 
<laughs> All right. It's perfect. Yeah. I've been Quint, waiting to drop that Quint on y'all. Tarantino's for... Glenn, Gary Glenn Ross yep. with a little something at the end. Yeah. <laughs> Is it the steak knife? Yes. <laughs> no, it's, no, it's your fire. You, you're fired. <laughs> oh, okay. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I just, I ended up walking out of the theater being like, huh. Yep. Huh. Huh. Weird. Huh. Yeah. Um, but I, I will say, uh, Friday evening, 6.30, sold out theater, really good crowd. Good. Really good crowd. Like, Did you see it at Sunray? Yeah, I saw it at Sunray. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You're going to get a good experience at Sunray. at Sunray. It's tough to get a bad experience at yeah, Sunray. That's a Tarantino crowd. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> can I can I spoil one minor thing? I don't I don't know if it's a spoiler or, or not. Brad Pitt takes his shirt off. He does. And like there is this like woo through the crowd <laughs> and this beastly man voice from somewhere behind me goes, "Oh yeah." <laughs> nice. I was like, "All right." I was right. thinking it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Brad Pitt looks fucking great for yeah. whatever age he is. Yeah. 50 something. Yeah. Nice job, guy. Nice yeah. job, uh, personal trainers. Yes. Of Brad Pitt. Yes. They have done good things. Um, mm-hmm. I have one little minor Tarantino nugget to drop. Sure. Uh, I decided to rewatch True Romance. It's, it's Tarantino. It counts. It's I, a Tarantino I accept it. I know Mackie doesn't. It's written. I don't. Huh? I, I I accept it as part of the Tarantino au revoir. Yeah, I, <laughs> like here's the thing. I I would be fascinated Ooh, really. to see him direct that movie, and at the same time, absolutely not. Yeah, that's what's that's what's so amazing about that movie is is like I'm I'm a hundred percent behind it as it is. I'm curious to see what his version directing it would be. I I think it would be inferior. Like I I feel like Tony Scott was a, a a mis a misunderstood misappreciated uh, director in his time um and it, i just feel like that that's one of those things like that like it really works with with his with tony scott's style versus tarantino's it's up ver- and coming style it's very much a tarantino script like they didn't change much of that yeah it's not yeah. like natural born killers where you're like mm, this yeah. is i don't know what this is but like, I see, I adore Natural Burn Killers, too. See, I go back and forth on it. But, yeah. like, True I mean, Romance... It's, it's Oliver Stone trying too much. Yeah. Uh, True Romance is very much a Tarantino script that someone else with, with a completely different sense of style came in and filmed. And so it's, yeah, it's kind of interesting. Yeah. And, like, I, I adore the Hans Zimmer, like, you know, yeah. xylophone fucking soundtrack yeah. and shit. Like, it's, it's it works so well for that movie, strangely. Yeah. So. Which is weird because it's like a one note variation on the Badlands mm-hmm. soundtrack. Yeah. So yeah, you're right. Actually, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I just that movie's that's just one of those movies that's just like yeah, everyone's in this and everyone gets stuff to do. Although Samuel Jackson is just like, wait, is that? Oh, wait, he's yeah. dead. <laughs> yeah. But pro tip, uh, just dropping that. Like if you've never seen Badlands or um, Days of Heaven, mm-hmm. like go educate yourself on some old Terrence Malick. Yeah, you really should. Yeah. Both of those movies are great. Yep, they are, and they're not super long like his later stuff. No, yeah, no. I mean they're 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 slow, especially Days of Heaven. But they're like they're the good. Yeah, slow. but they're not. They're not Tree of Life slow. Yeah, they're not three hours long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, I love both those movies. Okay. Anyway, but yeah, True Romance is great. I like. I, there's very little I would change about that movie. I mean, there's some weird esque casting, I guess. Like it's 
Just from time to time, it's like uh, what Bronson Pinchot. <laughs> no, I'm actually perfectly. I'm hundred percent with that <laughs> okay. casting choice. Okay, I'm just good. saying, like, there's some, there's some oddball things. Like, I mean, like you've got people in it. Like, I mean, Brad Pitt not a star yet, and and having that weird role, great. But it's like, <laughs> yeah, what if you switched him in Christian Slater? Somehow, I feel like that might work better. Hmm. You know, like that could have been his breakout role instead of like Thelma and Louise or some shit. You know, yeah. Like, you know. Never showing Val Kilmer's face is weird, especially because in the trailer it very much showed his face. Yeah, yeah. This is there's there's little things where it's like yeah, Christian Slater's fine. He's actually pretty good in this movie, but that was the I'm era like, of yeah, Christian I Slater. I, I mean, know. that was just like yeah. yeah, yeah. I guess I need to rewatch that one. It's been a while. It's it's real good. So okay, what what did you watch it on? Uh, television. Just, just like one what of the cable service? services, or do, do you I, own it? Or yeah, I had an HD copy of it. Okay, was it the R-rated version or the unrated version? Because there's a difference in the ending, and one of them drives me fucking nuts. It's I don't remember. I mean, I don't know. Like I honestly didn't really look at the cover. Does, does Patricia Arquette take the final shot at the end in the shootout, or does one of the thugs get up and and shoot like Chris Penn at the end? Fuck. There's so much shit that happens in that movie. I honestly don't remember that detail. Okay. Yeah, it's it's really weird. The theatrical cut has one of the goons get up and shoot Chris Penn at the end. Uh, in the unrated cut, which seems to be the cut that is permeated throughout time and mm-hmm. is like the only one you could find now, she's the one who kills him at the end. She's just like, how dare you, and shoots him. So it's it's a very different tone at the end, and it's sure. it's unsettling. <laughs> so uh, yeah. Wow, it's such a weird thing that I can't remember that. It should be a very important thing. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Uh, two quick things, and oh, then I'm done. I don't done. have it. Do what? I thought I had True Romance. You should get it. On. Yeah, I'll loan you my Blu-ray. Okay. Okay. Or I'll just buy it digitally somewhere. All right, that too. Um, so anyway, two quick things. Um, I saw Shazam. Oh, yeah. That's that other a, Captain Marvel. Yeah. that That's a movie. I mean, it's. I really have no strong feelings for it one way or another. I didn't dislike it, but like when it was over, I was just like, "Yeah, that's a DC movie where two characters fight amongst skyscrapers at night at the end." Okay. <laughs> all right. uh, Thought it was a little better than that, but all right. I, it's. I mean, it, it's better than Suicide Squad and a couple of other of those things, but I. I don't know. It just there. There were parts of it that I really liked, and parts of it that kind of rubbed me the wrong way. I. I just. I feel like a kid who is super knowledgeable about superhero stuff would be smarter than to put it all on fucking YouTube. That just seems the stupidest thing possible. He even makes a comment at one point, like if you're too well known, that's what's going to pull out the supervillains to come at you. And it's just like, no, let's just advertise all your superpowers in individual YouTube videos. It That just seemed to me to be like, you're supposed to be smarter than that kid. What are you well, doing? Kids are also, no matter how smart they are, they're still stupid. They're equally stupid. Yeah. Yeah. I understand. It's like Schrodinger's kid. <laughs> you don't know what you're going to get inside. Yeah. <laughs> They're both equally stupid and equally smart. Right. Until you open the box. Yes. Let them out. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Don't let them out. Um, and then one quick footnote to uh, a couple of weeks ago, and this was after the live stream that it was a conversation that ended up on uh, the bonus BS yeah. episode. <laughs> uh, I went and watched Thunderbirds. Because I was incredulous oh, that right. a Thunderbirds movie existed. Where they go? 
that movie fucking sucks. That is straight trash. Oh, that's unfortunate. Oh my god, is it fucking terrible? Like embarrassingly terrible. That's um interesting. Is it? Well, I mean, like we had a whole discussion about Ben Kingsley, and that's the one you were like, "That's the one I'm going to go watch." No, I was just, I was, sh- I, because I'd never heard of it. I didn't know there was a Bill Paxton Ben Kingsley Thunderbirds movie directed by Captain or Commander Riker, mm-hmm. and I was just like, "What the fuck?" And so I had to find it, mm-hmm. and sure, sure. Yeah. so I watched it, and it is just awful. Hmm. Okay, it's it's one of those movies that's for seven year olds puppets. No, no, it's just Aww. it's dudes. It's it's Bill Pullman and his or Bill dudes. Paxton and his family of frat boys are the Thunderbirds. And it's like, fuck all these people. They're terrible. But it's a it's a movie that is written for no one over the age of seven. Mm. Like, you know how some kids movies have like, well, there's adult humor in that. Like the Lego movies have like jokes in them that I you mean know, Spy Kids. Spy Kids is fine. Do not equate Spy Kids to Thunderbirds. <laughs> I'm saying everything that's in Spy Kids is for audiences under seven okay no How about shark boy and lava girl well we didn't watch or that speed oh. racer i haven't seen that either mm-hmm. oh you weren't here for that episode I that was pre-chuck it was yeah barely you missed it by i think two episodes i might have been my guess. that might have been when i was sick hmm. no i think it was right before we brought you in okay hmm. all right it was before the the 80s project then when you were doing like yes. 1980 1981 82 83 yeah, yeah. I forgot about that Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, that was one of our early. Remember when we project. did 1990 year? I do. <laughs> what? That was a good year. Yeah, we did that. It was a whole year. Nothing yeah, somebody hated years. it. Yeah. <laughs> Who hated it? We did I don't a know. whole somebody, year. Somebody took a star off our iTunes review and said, "Yeah, every, I really like their show, but they did a whole year of 1990 movies." Uh huh. We yeah. worked a theme month within the theme year. We did, and four yeah. of them. We made yeah. four yeah. April yeah. jokes. Within 1990 year. Fuck you, Midas star person. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah. It's only Come 52. On. Come on. It's crazy. Boy, you guys had quite a run here with Speed Racer, Gun, Dracula 3000, and Totally Blonde. Uh, you don't <laughs> I get should, to... I you do watch. not besmirch Dracula 3000. Or Gun. Still has one of my favorite lines <laughs> in a movie ever. When what he walks that? in with that 500 Magnum shell, the guy's <laughs> fucking with the lady at the bar, and he just drops it in his drink. He goes, next one ain't coming out my hand. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I will remember that till the day I die. That's a great fucking line. I'm not putting the yeah, movies down. I always need to carry. Finney said, "Does not deserve a line that goddamn good." Nah, you're not wrong. Yeah. So anyway, that's all I got. Okay. Th- Thunderbirds is crap, and Shazam is okay. While we're doing quick little editorial things on pre- previous things we've talked about, yeah, I just wanted to say one last thing. So I, I'm not even going to get into why, but I am looking at a whole lot of Marvel comics from the 1990s to 2000s and beyond. Mm-hmm. Um, I just talked about you poor soul. I, I know. Right. So they get real bad and the nineties were terrible and Marvel comics. But anyway, the last, the last episode I talked about that comic con thing, right? I think that was last episode. Oh, maybe, that, maybe that documentary. Yeah. yeah. The documentary about yes. comic con things. Yes. Okay. So there were two artists that go there and are like, I'm going to be a comic book artist. I was born to do this. And the one guy that is super into it, like there's, there's one guy who's just like, I'm in the military and well, whatever. I'm still in the military if I don't become a comic artist. And they're like, <laughs> you, you're hired. And it's like, he's got nothing to fucking lose. This other guy is like, lived his whole fucking life. Like, I'm going to be a comic artist. It's all I do is draw. Yeah. And that motherfucker tells him, you need to learn to draw without looking at a reference picture. Mm-hmm. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Fuck that guy a thousand times over because every goddamn Marvel thing from 1995 on is either a redo of an existing mar- famous Marvel cover or a redo of a fucking movie poster. Yeah. And, yep. and and the other ones that aren't that, it's like, oh, that's uh, you just drew Barry Bostwick. 
Like you just look and you're like, oh, you just yeah, yeah cable cable now looks like baby Barry Boswick or or oh look there's She Hulk she looks like Demi Moore from that Vanity Fair cover and it's just like. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy because the biggest goddamn thing in comics was doing nothing but reference pictures and just like, oh, I'll put this guy in yeah. his famous pictures. And then there's people like Greg Greg Land who literally trace famous photos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's their art style. Yeah. There was one series yeah. like in the, in the mid 2000s, I think called The Loners, I think. It was like a, a six issue like limited run. Every single one is a John Hughes poster with oh. their characters in it. And I was just like, fuck that guy that said that in that goddamn documentary. I was, it, it made me, whatever, like retroactively angry. Like as okay. I was going through these things and I was like, fuck that guy so much. <laughs> like that's all that these people who are literally in the industry did for 20 goddamn years. Yeah. Yeah. Don't tell that guy not to do what yeah. the industry and, is and doing. Like, and I mean, he like, he was like, I got some friends and took a picture of them in the, in the, in the living room doing a pose. And then I drew it. And it's like. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, sure. And the guy's like, you need to learn to do that without the reference picture. Goodbye. It's a picture in your head. Yeah. Like, what's the difference? That's like, it's like, it's, it's better than like, you know, Google image, image searching, like, I don't know, do the Matrix poster, but, you know, put Blade in it. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. so much art is made from reference pictures. Yeah. Sure, because you want to, you, you can't remember what the thing looked like all the time. Not all of us are, you know. I mean, when you sketch a nude lady, you're looking at a nude lady. Right. Yeah, you're not just remembering nude ladies you've seen in the past. Yeah. Well, <laughs> maybe I maybe you. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, I'm I'm saying if I'm sketching a nude lady and there's yeah. a nude lady there, I'm looking at the nude lady. Not, I ain't sketching if you know what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, no, sketching maybe. <laughs> what? Take I don't think you understand how on, on rollerblades. Yeah, you know, dead ass. Yeah. And, okay, what's art? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, contact information, right? Yeah, totally. What? Oh, we Actually, we would have some uh, some. Oh, do we we got contacting we got us. mails? No? Oh, you're just looking at your phone like you were impatiently like, I'm going to read this shit. No, he's texting. I, I'm sick of hearing Chuck talk about naked ladies. Oh. Well, join the club. <laughs> <laughs> naked hear, ladies I, are sick of Chuck. I hear there's a club. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep it in mind. You should uh, get on board. I don't know. I think it's called the YouTube comments on water cooler. <laughs> oh. Oh. We talk about naked ladies on there a lot. I do sometimes because there's <laughs> there are naked, naked ladies. ladies in the movies, yes. And I'm like, hey, this naked lady is all right. I, I, all right. I get it. <laughs> like, if you like naked ladies, there are some in this movie. I suggest looking at these. <laughs> so yes. anyway, BJ. Anyway, if you want more of our bullshit, if you want you to send go, us nudes. Yeah. <clears throat> Hashtag <Yeah>. send nudes. <laughs> um, BMFcast.com. Check out the buttons on the right-hand side. I think all of them finally work again. Um Yes. Through mine and Chuck's diligence, we knocked our heads together until we figured out what a link was. And um, <laughs> you can click on click on them now and uh, go to the Discord and go to Twitter and all that shit. Uh, if you want to get in contact with us directly, bmf at bmfcast.com is the email address or 910-556-9263 is the Garfield phone hotline. We... Uh, seem to be low on Garfield activity lately. So I charge you, faithful listener, to call in and tell us about something Banffcast related. Yeah. Or tell us some train stories. Yes. Either one is acceptable. I want to hear more people pooping on trains. Or just Not about like trains in them, general. But you know. like... Yeah, fuck you, Amtrak. <laughs> <laughs> Do not crap on a train. But if you happen to be riding a train and taking a crap in the designated facility, 
if there's anything interesting about that, you can tell us. <laughs> By the way, that but in that scenario, the guy was on top of the amp drive tray. Not, oh, yeah. not oh, shitting yeah. in yeah, the passenger no, no, no. Yeah, that was, yeah, that like, was just on. Just yeah. making sure we're all on the same page here. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> that guy was taking a crap. <laughs> yeah. Like going through a tunnel. Oh, yeah. He like, ducked down, like squatted just in right. time to avoid getting hit by the tunnel. Oh, and by doing so, he pooped on he a train. Pooped a little, right. <laughs> Oops, I pooped. Yeah. <laughs> Oops, I pooped on a train. Oops, all poops. Uh, anyway. What, what the fuck is happening right now? A lot. A whole lot. Um, if you like uh, content like the previous <laughs> 90 seconds, then um, you can find more of content like that at uh, patreon.com slash bmfcast where if you give us a little bit of money a month, uh, you can get some bonus BS content, which is very similar to those uh, shenanigans aforementioned, and also lots of other content like Doctor Who You and uh, whatever other... It's BFCast Extra. Where it's just, extra where it's, it's Chuck just... and I unchecked. There was yeah. no Mackie going, what the fuck? Yeah, no filter. <laughs> yeah. It's just us sending nudes back and forth. <laughs> Dingus Unchained. <laughs> Forever. Yes. Um, yes. That is... Boy, that's a good name for a podcast right there. <laughs> I already copyrighted it. Oh, it's damn. Gentleman's copyright. But um, I think that's... <laughs> you mailed uh, it to yourself. Yeah, I, did. <laughs> I did. I think that's it. That's all of our contact stuff. Yep. All right. Cool. Let's get out of here, shall we? Okay. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And this is Bamfcast Out. Bamfcast Out.